Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? Who makes a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? you want to know the best thing it's like we're sitting here and the theme song's playing and we're all like <laughs> dancing we're bobbing around and singing in the background i don't think people understand just how catchy that really is until you just sit really mm. soak in the skiznot soak yes, in yeah. the skiznot sounds so sounds so dirty yeah you gotta talk in the front of that there buddy <laughs> sounds so dirty <laughs> so all so things are different yeah we're Very you know different. we may sound a little weird because uh or you we're gonna get nicer mics for this but uh, we're all staring at each other, and I don't know if I like it yet. We're in a nice tribal just, circle. So just ignore this part of the circle so, over here. Uh, oh no! Don't <laughs> don't do that. How dare you, sir? <laughs> so we've got the new recording device and a totally new setup, and it's it's going to take some getting used to because it's it's very portable. So so tell us how the sound quality is. And we're listen. well, we're on cheaper. You're not, but the rest of us are on cheaper mics right now. Y'all suck. I mean, I can mute you any fucking time I want now. So, <laughs> dirty walk, um, dirty walk. but it's it's definitely going to be a lot more intimate, and uh, we'll have yeah. to look at each other's reactions now, which is kind of nice because it'll be easier to tell when people are talking. Oh yeah, definitely. Because before we were all we couldn't see we were sitting next to each other, but we weren't facing each other. So, <laughs> would you two stop it? Kevin is doing. I mean. If that's what you do to women, it's now I understand why you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I mean, do you look at girls and go, <laughs> Hey, baby. You remind me of Return of the Living Dead. That, that, that's his oral <laughs> skills right there. <laughs> Brains. Um, all right. So we got like a really interesting episode this week because uh, sometimes I just like to do weird shit. And so I tell all the guys, I say, I want you each. Oh, and, oh I, I'm Jason Emmett. Stewie D. I'm Casey Masterpiece. Pimp Daddy Spank Dog. No women tonight. <laughs> the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. They don't say it three times. No. What the fuck? No. It's, oh my God. It's been a while since I heard the song. So. I quit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so uh, I tell all the guys, I was like, all right, uh, it's Halloween. I mean, it's not Halloween, but Halloween's coming. In a couple oh, weeks. and so like everybody knows, I've been like plagued with different illnesses, and I'm dying, and then I'm not, and then I'm dying, and then I'm not. Well, I'm not dying anymore. Only I got a cold. <laughs> <laughs> you just so, plagued. Well, the cold oh. wasn't that bad, but if you hear me like, it's because all the cold did was run out my nose, and it's been doing that all day. Um, hopefully, everybody got to listen to the Eddie Van Halen episode. Hopefully, Kevin's been listening to some Van Halen. I, I did. I did hear something on the on 
uh, no, here's something. I read something on the Facebook. Just realized post. that Stu's a hand talker, and we didn't have to look at him do this obnoxious yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, lady. But apparently, <laughs> but apparently, like 22 of uh, Van Halen's songs have jumped back up on the charts. Uh, no pun intended. Oh wow, no, no pun. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Dave. Jumped Jump. back Jump. up on the. Some might say they ran like the devil to the charts again and jumped on up there. Huh. It was an eruption. Let me tell it you. It was an eruption. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised at all. I. I mean, they're great anyway. Like Van Halen music is awesome anyway. Okay, so I did it, and it's funny. You, did you check out the EVH episode? No, not no. yet. Okay, so I well, we talk about yeah. it with um. Nikki. With Nick, and then I think you even said it too. Like I was like, I, I'm going to go ahead and check out Van Halen three, and just to see like if if I think it's good, just not Van Halen. And here's the thing: I tried. Um, I knew absolutely not nothing. I remember the album cover very well, but not. Yeah, the, but I think it was taken from. No, I something. mean I remember it on the album. I remember seeing it in the store. Oh, okay. So Gary Sharon isn't. He's fine. He's actually kind of tries. Is kind of trying to do a Sammy Hagar thing, which is fine. It's not his fault. The songs aren't good, and the mix is horrible. Yeah, they're mixed badly. Like really bad. And I'm like, I tried three songs. I was out. As he like, said, he thinks that they they were trying to. Experiment. I think he was playing. I think Eddie was playing. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, but it's not. It's not a good album, which is amazing because all the rest are great. So, yeah, scratch that one off, I guess. Uh, and what is with David Crosby? <laughs> What's going on I with David know, Crosby? Man. What the fuck? Oh, dude? you don't know? No. From Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Yeah. He's like, they asked him what he thought about Eddie Van Halen, and his response was, meh. What the fuck? And then he just proceeded to make it worse, because all these people are coming out like, what the fuck, dude? Fuck you. And he's like... Look, I'm just saying you guys asked me what I thought, and I think as far as his guitar playing goes, I'm not, you know, meh, it's not my thing, meh. I'm like, yeah, but he's dead. Like, you could say, like, you know, while it not, it's not really my style, I, I admire him for the guitar. Something. Right. No, he's just a cranky old man. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a cranky old shit at this point. But, yeah, man, he was just, all these people were attacking him, and he didn't give a shit, which I guess if you're going to say it, stand by it, right? But, mm-hmm. yep. So, anyway, I tell you the guys, I say, uh, I want to do an interesting Halloween episode. I want, because we could have talked about horror movies, and we talked about talking about horror movies, and I said, nah, we're going to do a weird show. I want each person to come with five songs from the 70s, 80s, or 90s they would put on a Halloween playlist, and a reason why. And some of these are going to be very obvious. And I just want to say that all four of us avoided one song because we all assumed somebody else would put it on the list. (laughs) I avoided two songs. So Thriller is not on here. Right. And I avoided uh, Somebody's Watching Me. Which is on here. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting Hey, leave him alone. It's the only normal one. <laughs> I was expecting Thriller to be on his. Oh, uh, trust me. One, oh. Of the, one, the one, one of the ones he put on here, I want to wrap my cord around his throat and <laughs> strangle him. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, all right, all right. We'll get there. And the world agrees with me, just so we're clear. I can prove that. I have proof in my notes. Oh, well, Should right. we be ready to just strangle him? Should we be ready for Freddy? Made my honorable mentions, but didn't make my list. Are you ready for Freddy? No? Sure. 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's what I said. I said everybody bring five songs. It, for any any song you want. I don't give a shit why, as long as you've got reason behind it. Um, and we all did. And I, there was actually, I think most of us had extras. Like Stewie was all like, oh, what the hell am I going to put on this? Like, I don't know. And then he got started. He's like, no, I don't know how to narrow it down. I'm like, welcome to our world. This is always our problem. <laughs> Narrowing shit down always becomes the thing. I was uh, reading, somebody posted on Facebook today. They said, um, uh, it's my friend Emily. She said something. I don't remember the exact meme, but Stu, it was something to the degree of all these kids who don't, don't know, who only, who didn't know who Fleetwood Mac was before this TikTok video. What 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 was all y'all's parents teaching you? They right. ought to be smacked. <laughs> I'm like, no shit, man. But I will admit, Ever since that freaking TikTok and that meme with the people on the skateboard to dreams, I'm like, right. I've been listening to it over and over again. I'm like, that song is so great. I mean, it was so good. Even one of the members of Fleetwood Mac did a video for it. Did a TikTok. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here it goes again. You say you want to free. You got to sing, too. Well, who am I no. to keep you down? It's only right. He <laughs> <laughs> reached over the mic, and I just... Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do this week. And you know how it goes when we have a music week. Um, usually a little longer, but, you know, there's fewer of, of us in, in the house tonight. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up, too, so everybody be looking out for that. I want to plug a couple things. I don't think we've uh, mentioned our email in a while. It's uh, yourmixtapepodcast at gmail.com. You can send us over stuff. I'm actually monitoring it better now, so if you email us, I'll actually see it. I was really bad for a while, but I actually am monitoring it. Slacker. I am. Is that a post-it note? Yes, it is. It <laughs> has my list of uh, songs. Um, I should have scratched out Thriller. Oh, that stunk. <laughs> you didn't smell it. Through the microphone, I did. Can you smell it? <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, see what you guys do? I lose my train. Oh. Uh, so, we have switched feeds, and it seems to be fine everywhere except for uh, Spotify, because Spotify doesn't like that I switched feeds. So, if you were l- going through iTunes, nothing really changed for you. Um, we should have a temporary logo which is the background of the old logo and the new logo on it for now i did that so that i knew everything was going through okay because when i saw that i knew it worked if that makes sense Mm. um as of today we're available through amazon music so i don't know how people are listening to it um i know there are spotify listeners out there and (laughs) you don't know anyway uh but i am going to put a message on the old feed uh, but we did post stuff on Facebook. You should really be following us on Facebook because we give information on there. Uh, it's just the Mixtape Podcast, right, over on Facebook, our Facebook page. That is correct. Uh, at least three of us have pages over there. Well, I don't know. Spanky does, and then he gets kicked off, and he tries to create another <laughs> one, and he gets kicked off. No, I'm still on there for now. <laughs> so uh, Today, at least. Pimp Daddy Spank Dog's got a page over there. Um, I don't follow it because it's full of debauchery and sickening <laughs> stuff. Um, but... Uh, it's that, just page, that page has actually been kind of dormant for a while, so well, I haven't been posting much on there. Well, I thought you just like recreated a new one. I, I made another one, but I haven't really been okay. well, going post-crazy. Pimp Daddy Spank Dog, I want to say, with two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Pimp Daddy Spank Dog. Uh, Stewie D's got a 
the okay. So is it just Stujitsu over there, or is it the art of Stujitsu over there? No, Stujitsu is on the Facebook. The art of Stujitsu is on Instagram, Instagram, which I'm following on both. So uh, if you're into martial arts or special, specifically Jujitsu, go follow them. Brazilian um, Jiu-Jitsu. I know the movie that's about to come out says Jiu-Jitsu. What the fuck? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's not really, it's not really relevant to the show. But how? As uh, in, in today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up. <laughs> as that's uh, fucked up. As uh, one of the guys on the f- uh, Facebook uh, kind of we're talking between. It's almost like Predator with Jiu-Jitsu. But who's in it? Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> so I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. But it's not Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's, I guess, the Japanese jiu-jitsu, I guess. Well, it's fine. Basically. It's going to be fucking weird. And mm. that's that's great. I'm okay with that. I yeah. mean, because the trailer had... Oh, there's a trailer now? What? Yeah, there's a trailer out. Oh, wow. It's... There's no... There's no jiu-jitsu in it yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, but Stu Jitsu talks about jiu-jitsu and yes. different things along that. And then, of course, mine's out there, uh, Rewind Toys. So if you've caught any of those... So Rewind Toys is going to be its own mini episode, not mini episode. It's going to be its own short format podcast, uh, probably coming out in the next week or so. And uh, all I talk about over there is collecting toys, the history of toys, anything toys, because I like toys. Sex toys. toys. Uh, No, there's no sex toys. But really, I'm trying to get people to interact. Uh, I've been posting fun shit. Then what was that box that just came out? I have, I bought muscles. Mm Mm-hmm. What? Sure. You think muscle. that's a sex toy in that little tiny box over there? I mean, you are it could a be a micro ass. bullet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about those? <laughs> Julia, plead the, plead the fifth. <laughs> Julie, tell us what, what's happening. She don't listen to the show. Oh. So well, you're you're probably safe for that one. Yeah. Um, Especially after that uh, bikini waxing thing. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I was cracking up. Uh, did you see that, Kev? No. <laughs> it said Spanky posted something said like uh what did it say like I'm my my Try wife's it. about to get her first bikini wax should I wake her up first or just do it or go for it <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so anyway we're uh but tonight we're gonna be talking about uh songs we would add to a Halloween playlist so yeah and this new setup it's gonna be weird but it's it's gonna be unique in its own way um, what's he, did you pull it up for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kick out of it when I read it. Uh, but you know how we do things on this show before we, uh, entertain you, we like to educate you. So I'm going to give you a, since Halloween is coming up. Now I know the trick or treat thing's going to be a little tricky this year. Uh huh. It's tricky to rock around to rock around to. All right. I mean, what do you expect us to do? He's like, it's, okay. Yeah. Like what were we supposed to you're supposed to jump Intricky. in. No. Yes. We we wanted you to stop. So we just stared at you till you did. And you're like, you stop. Collaborate and listen. All right. So we're going to educate you and then entertain you. So here's a little education. Hey, kids. Here comes Peter Pumpkin. For a safe Halloween, do what Peter does. Wear a light-colored costume short enough so you don't trip. If you wear a mask, make sure you can see. Makeup's better. Don't crisscross the street. Call on one side, then the other. Parents, set boundaries and a time to be home. Carry a flashlight for extra safety. And let's all have a safe Halloween. 
There you go, kids. Yeah. Do what Peter Pumpkin does. Yeah. Makeup's better. <laughs> <laughs> like, did they really get a kid to do that? Because he's like, makeup's better. You know, like makeup. Don't step on your costume, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, that's from like 1982. It was weird as shit. I was watching it. I was like, so I was like, Pulling up like 80, I figured there'd be lots of like 80s <coughs> Halloween PSAs, and there's not. There's a shit ton of commercials, and I was watching some of them going, Oh my God, I remember this, and it was really bizarre. <laughs> oh man. Do you remember, like, I think there was a, there was a McDonald's one where there's McNugget like uh, puppets that look like vampires? Oh yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, we could have probably done a whole episode on like just weird commercials and sp- Halloween specials and. McDonald's shit because there was a lot of that. Oh yeah, like the we were talking about before the pump or the uh, they had like the ghost and the pumpkin. Like sometimes they glow in the dark. Yeah. yeah, weird shit. Mm-hmm. But tonight we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about music. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do all these. I was tormenting the kids. Oh God. <laughs> yes! 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 Wow, what a way yes. <laughs> oh, to God. inaugurate the new setup. Oh, yes. Perfect. Here, you want this back, Jeff? No. <laughs> My reaction was like, oh, God. <laughs> Nobody, oh, home. Nobody home has a fucking clue what happened. <laughs> I got some Freddie Mercury ass buck teeth. <laughs> Flashback to the obscurities. <laughs> okay, oh, so back in the day, we we had handheld microphones, and uh, I had the one they called the Bob Barker mic. I wish I knew where it was. It was this thin, long, uh, silver mic, and I was constantly <laughs> smacking myself in the teeth with it, and they always thought it was hilarious. Well, guess what? If you hear a little right before I said, oh, God, it's because I just whacked myself in the teeth <laughs> with my fucking microphone, so... Hey, you really Welcome can't do that one. Jay, we the ones. You. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't do the ones that are attached to the the desk. No, I can't. well, and you're they're here, so I'm not, not like, and I got like a screen, and you know, these I'm like constantly bringing up and down in my face, you know, like this, <laughs> like sucking up. Yeah, Stu, it didn't need to be said. It was it was an innuendo to all of us. You know, we just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. tell the people at home. Thanks, Captain Visual. Fuck you, Tom! That's what I'm saying. I like this. <laughs> I can play with all kinds of shit on here. It's great. Um, So I figure I'll start, and I'll just get my shit out of the way, and then we'll just go down the list. And uh, Pretty much what we're going to do is uh, we're going to give a song. I'm going to play a snippet of the song. I, I ate a lot of food today. So I apologize for all of that because I think it's disgusting, but... If it doesn't come out that end, <laughs> it's going the other way. The guys in studio are going to be really mad at me. <laughs> you should get a poop bucket. Also, the way I've been. <laughs> poop bucket. You know, there's a story behind that, but I ain't sharing it. Uh, also, you know, the way I've been lately, I'm afraid to squeeze too much out that end because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I shared it with the world. If I push too hard. <laughs> <laughs> poop bucket. <My> ab- <laughs> <laughs> yes, poop bucket. No, um. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get my first song. All right. So I picked a little song. Is this not um, like one to five or top, it's not like a top five? Or no, no, no. And nothing's getting voted out. This okay. is what we would put on our playlist as a team. Like this is, and we're going to hear some weird shit mixed in here. 
But uh, the first one on my list, I'm actually, is from 1987. I'm actually kind of shocked Stewie didn't think of this one. But you know what? I'll just play a clip and let him hear it. Nineteen eighty-seven Dream Warriors by Dokken, uh, written by George Lynch and Jeff Pilson. Uh, it was written for the movie Nightmare on Elm Street Three: The Dream Warriors. Uh, it was released as a single in nineteen eighty-seven, charting at number twenty-two on the Hot Mainstream Rock track. Um, it was also released on Dokken's fourth album, Back for the Attack. I obviously put it on there because, arguably, not the scariest Nightmare on Elm Street, but the best. <laughs> like everybody loves. Dream Warriors. It's a great. I actually watched that one. That was pretty funny. It's it's a great one, man. That's the one where the has, girl can everybody in their dreams has like a alter ego. Yeah, it has a lot of uh, good humor in it too. And, oh yeah, when he turns the guy into the puppet. Yeah, he's like, is that when he started turning into like a comedy? Mm, that's when it really he. So in part two, he cracks like a joke or two, and it just from part two was you have the body. I have the brains. That was like the first kind of Freddy joke. Well, so I'm guessing the I'm first your boyfriend one, now. Yeah, might have been the first. So I'm guessing the first one was not exactly. Oh, there's no humor in the, except for I'm your boyfriend now. God no. Okay. The first one is is it's scary. It's absolutely frightening, and yeah, I mean, I mean, you. I guess it could be funny that somebody gets not just somebody actually, but somebody gets pulled into a waterbed and. Blood uh, launches all over the ceiling. Do you know who that somebody was? That was Johnny Depp. It was Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. It was his first movie. It was. Really? Yeah. And do you know what Kevin Bacon's first movie was? Animal House. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh. Wow. And he hates that. He doesn't like to talk about it for some reason, which is would not like him. He, Kevin Bacon. Played a pretty, counselor in that movie. Yeah, I think he gets killed. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn 19- everybody gets killed Friday yeah. the 13th. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, they're gonna play Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth at the Drive. Nice, yeah. the originals. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that'll be good. Um, so yeah, nineteen eighty-seven Doc and Dream Warriors. That's my first song. Then we're gonna go right into my next song from nineteen eighty-eight. When we left, but when I got home and laid down to sleep, that began the nightmare on my street. Nightmare on My Street, uh, off the album He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, obviously, that's a very young Will Smith there. Uh, The song became a crossover hit in the U.S., reaching number 15 on the Hot 100. Uh, It was released as a single early in 1988. It was released on vinyl and audio cassette. Uh, it was considered for inclusion in the movie A Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master, but the producers of the film decided not to. Here's the funny thing. New Line Cinema, who were actually copyright holders of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, uh, they sued DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince because they did not have permission to make that song, and they use music directly from it. Um, nowhere in the song does he ever... He calls him Fred. He never says Freddy. The guy in the video sort of looks like Freddy, but isn't really. Um, and, of course, there's the iconic line at the end, I'm the DJ now, Princey. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, anyway, they ended up settling, and uh, everything was cool and kosher, and they let him use the song after that. But, 
yeah, obviously, it's Nightmare on My Street. So, little DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Again, had to make my list. Um, it's really difficult because, like I said, I had like eight extra songs, and I was like, yeah, oh. originally that was on my list. So, one of my songs I bumped off my list for Spank Dog, and I replaced it with this one, which I really wanted on my list anyway. And I was kind of like, how do I do it? How do I do it? Do I put this on and get rid of one of the others? And I just said, screw it. And I went for it. So You're 19- welcome. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I am pretty happy about it. 1972 might be, well, by this by this particular artist, probably, I uh, not probably, I, I like a lot of his stuff. This is my favorite song he's ever done anyway. But uh, there's a cool story behind it. And again, it's going to be pretty self-explanatory why it's on my list. But here you go. Say something stupid, then I'll kick his ass. What? He is blind, right? Oh my god! Nope. Now, how does he see the writings on the wall? Kill him! Kill him now! <sighs> Stewart. He also sings a song called "Isn't She Lovely," and it's about his daughter. I. That's kind of weird. Isn't she lovely? Oh, I Isn't know. she wonderful? Cricky, cricky. Cricky, cricky. Cricky, cricky. I like this. Um, 1972, Superstitious, Stevie Wonder, obviously. And yes, he's blind, you fucking dick. It was the lead single from his 15th studio album, Talking Book. It reached number one on the Billboard Top 100. It was a collaboration with Jeff Beck. So here's the interesting thing about this. Uh, Between the album sessions, Beck came up with the opening drum beat, uh, Wonder looked at him and said, keep playing, keep playing. And then he sort of started jamming with him, and they kind of improvised on top of it. Um, they improvised almost the entire song, including that riff, uh, on the spot. Um, Beck and Wonder created a rough demo of the song that the very same day, which is really pretty incredible considering how huge of a hit this song was for him. So Wonder actually was going to let Beck record um, Superstition as part of their agreement, uh, and the plan was for Beck to release his version of the song first. Um, so I guess they were both going to originally two versions. Um, uh, <clears throat> with his uh, combination of a trio debut album getting del- – oh, I'm sorry, I missed part. With his newly formed power trio, Beck, Ro- Bogart, and uh, – I don't even know who the fuck they are. I know Jeff Beck is, but I don't know who they were. Anyway, their album got delayed, and, of course, Barry Gordy, like, heard the song, and he's like, no, nah, man, that's going to be a huge hit. We can't let that happen. So uh, he convinced uh, Stevie to just put it on his album instead, and uh, there you go. Uh, the album was released in uh, 1973, and huge hit, and we all know the song. And Do you guys remember DTV? Disney? Yes. Yes. So D- Disney Channel back in the day had something called DTV where they, they would take actual songs and then create music videos using Disney cartoons. Mm-hmm. And oh, I yes. remember being a little kid. I, why certain ones stand out to me, I don't know, but the one to Superstitious, it was it was all Donald Duck and all this crazy shit's happening to him and like he's falling down ladders and shit like that. And they, I, I always stuck out in my head. 
And of course, that when I was putting this list together, that made me remember the skeleton dance, which I was then on watching on YouTube. Do you guys remember the skeleton dance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which then got me thinking of uh, what is it, Crim? Oh, Crim Grimmy. He went down the rabbit hole. The, whatever from haunted mansion, and it was yeah, it was it was a rabbit hole. But yeah. So yeah, that made my list. Uh, this next one is the funnest one on my list for me. Well, n- maybe not. The fu- it's the funnest story for me. Um, so this next one to make my list, uh, I'd kind of mentioned it before, and you guys made fun of me, but that's okay. We'll di- we'll discuss. We'll di- <laughs> ooh, I didn't realize the relevancy of something in in the list here. But this is my next song on my list. Man Eater, Hollow Notes, nineteen eighty. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the hell kind of? He's looking at me going. <laughs> Stewie is in rare form tonight. <laughs> hey everybody, we're all gonna get late. If Stu has his way. Apparently. <laughs> Um, <laughs> line up, boys. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> Keep that dirty asshole away from me. Wait. Yeah, that's the question. Are we lining up uh, for the rear or the front? Uh, I don't. Honestly, neither of those attract me on you. To attract, I'm not attract. <laughs> Are you having your stroke in installments? Now I just hit myself in the fucking ear with the microphone, so... <laughs> This is going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we're going back to the old setup. Um, so, 1982. Hey, is that Hall & Oates phone number still active? That was the coolest shit ever. Did you guys see that? I yeah. did. It and was it a did. phone number you yeah, could call. And yeah, we actually to, called it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. There was like four Hall & Oates songs. You could call it, and it was like just in case you need like some Hall & Oates. It's called, it was called something. Like the line had a... Call & Oates? A, something like that, yes. Anyway, uh, 1982, off the H2O album, which I just realized was also the name of one of the Halloween movies, Halloween H2O, which was the 20th anniversary. So, see, it's relevant. Uh, when I was a kid, the song scared the shit out of me, and I will explain why. I love the song, but there's a, there's a story behind why this song scared me. Uh, it was number one on the Billboard for four weeks. Here's the interesting thing. Um, John Oates has explained, yes, um, most people assume the song is about a woman, and they actually use a woman in the video, but the song is not about a woman. The song is about New York City in the 80s. Oh. Yeah. Huh. They uh, they said it's about greed, it's about uh, spoiled riches, uh, but we have it in the setting of a girl because it's more relatable. It's something that people can understand. That's very PC for today, sir. <laughs> um, that's what we do all the time. So when I was a kid, this song scared me. Oh, this, is, this ties in? I didn't even realize how... Much of my shit ties in, but I can't explain that right now. When I was a kid, um, I, we used to listen to the song all the time, and I was at my cousin's house, and they had cable. This is when I was really little. And uh, American Werewolf in London was on, and I wasn't watching it, but I happened in upon a scene where the wolf was tearing these people to shreds in a park. Mm. And I just remember seeing the scene. Oh, I'm like, and then for some reason, I got it stuck in my head that that's what this song was about. So every time I heard Maneater... All I could picture is this werewolf tearing somebody apart. And so when I was a kid, it terrified me. I don't know why. It's just the way it worked. Obviously, it works on the list anyway because she's a man-eater, damn it, and it works. But 
that's why I put it on my list. And yes, Stuart, the next song on my list goes hand in hand. And if you, I swear to God, if anybody says Kid Rock, I will shove my microphone so far down your fucking throat. He's wearing a Kid Rock shirt. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I didn't even notice. I'm like, why are you covering your titties? Oh, my God. He's wearing a Kid Rock shirt. Uh, yeah, Werewolves of London. How apropos. Um, uh, yeah, Kid Rock in that horrible fucking song that he did. But uh, 1977 by... Warren Zevon. I knew you would know. I wanted to see if anybody else would know. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I had no idea. Do you guys even know who Warren Zevon is? No, I okay. don't. Well, I, I know he's a musical artist. <laughs> <laughs> now I do. Actually, he was a painter. Yeah. Um, 1977 by Warren Zevon, composed by Zevon, uh, Leroy Marinell, and Waddy Watchell. That's hey, I don't make this shit That's up. That's a Whitey Watchel. It was ex- included on the. Uh, Does he work at the Weckett store? <laughs> whoa, whoa, there, buddy! You need to wop it right now. Does he have a squid time? Whoa. finding <laughs> honey wabbits. Why? Uh, uh, be very, very quiet. Away. Here comes, here comes Whitey Watchel. <laughs> we could have fun with this yeah, all night. Right. <laughs> I I want to say that. I'm going to get off track here. Listening to the wrestling episode, the trophy for the best comment all night goes to KC, who said when he was a kid, he lo- he's like, I loved Hulk Hogan because he had the same skin tone as me. <laughs> <laughs> and Stewie goes, he's not wrong. And Kevin goes, I mean, we had a blonde-haired black man. <laughs> and when I heard you say that, like, it was funny the first time, but listening back, I was like, oh, my God, that's pure brilliance. Because Stu's like, he's not wrong. You're like, he was a blonde-haired black man. <laughs> he's... <laughs> It was pretty good, dude. Because when you said it, I'm like, oh, my God, he's not. He's totally. I mean, I'm about to say something that I I mean no disrespect whatsoever. I absolutely don't because I absolutely love Dwayne Johnson. But one might argue that in the 80s, uh, Hulk Hogan might have been darker skinned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, get out of the tanning booth. God, no wonder your skin looks like leather now. Right? Jeez. It's scary, uh, but yeah, that was brilliant. You win the trophy for best comment. I thank think, you, all right. thank pretty, you. It was pretty good. You made a couple stupid jokes too. Just if you want to go back and listen, <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, uh, Whitey Watchel. Um, <laughs> it was included on the Ex- uh, Excitable Boy album, 1978, featuring Fleetwood Mac's Mick Fleetwood and John McVie on drums and bass, respectively. Yeah, uh, the song started as a joke between Zevon and Phil Everly. Uh, it was Jackson Brown who saw the st- song and actually started performing it in his own shows live before Warren Zevon. He saw it, thought it was cool. It was like, I, I, you know, I guess it's kind of cool to know that back then, you know, you know, like freaking Mick Fleetwood and Warren Zevon and, and uh, John Everly and Jackson Brown, they're all like fucking probably hanging out, probably getting stoned together. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. check out this fucking song. Oh. <laughs> well, hold on. Where was London? <laughs> I saw him going to a Chinese restaurant. Oh, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. He's drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. <laughs> yeah. And his hair was perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a pretty fucked up song. No, this is how I'm doing it from now on. You guys kiss my ass. <laughs> 
knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Fuck all y'all. Get you like a mouth guard. I don't really like my friends. I love this new setup, right? Shut the hell up. You guys suck dick. I obviously can't. No. <laughs> Teeth. <laughs> Who wants one? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it is cool to know that they were all like buddies and shit. You know, they all knew each other. So Jackson Brown starts performing the song live, uh, and finally Zevon saw like the value in it, and he put it on his uh, album that was a huge hit, set on the top forty for over a month. So hmm. we all know it, if for nothing else, the movie Color of Money, where yeah. Tom Cruise is singing it in the pool hall. Which do you like that movie? I like the movie, but I don't like Tom Cruise. That movie actually didn't. Uh, I didn't different. like '80s Tom Cruise. I tolerated Tom. Cruise. I like Tom Cruise now, but I didn't like him. Like I like his movies now. I didn't. I think I need to go back and watch *Color of Money* now, that because we were kids and like probably like it was not really our thing. Like I, think, I hated *Risky Business*. I think my yeah. first favorite one of his was *Cocktail*. I'm kind of a '90s Tom Cruise man myself. Yeah, I mean, I started liking him. It was probably right around uh, Mission Impossible where I really started like, okay, all right. So you, make sure you didn't like War of the Worlds? <sighs> it was it was so so, I guess. But fair enough. But that was way after Mission Impossible. So once upon a time in America with uh, his ex-wife Nicole Kidman. I can't even I say I actually remember that. I don't. Yeah, but I don't think it would have been. Uh, you know something that you would have been interested. I mean, no, I could. It's one of those things. Like some of his movies, I really like, like the first Jack Reacher, but the second one sucks. I like the Mission Impossible movies, but yeah, there are definitely there's a lot of Tom Cruise I could just go no, no. right. Like honestly, I kind of want to see Maverick, but I don't. If you fucking fall asleep, you piece of <laughs> shit. What I do? You? What do you mean? Would you do? <laughs> when your legs start twitching back. He's not falling asleep. I can see his face. I can see all of you now. Before, we had to wait till your head hit the microphone. We're like, he was asleep. And then we knew you were asleep. Now we can see you. And the mic's going to hit the floor. So now it's not going to be your head. It's going to be. <laughs> These mics are going to fucking kill me. Don't be whacking that one. These ones can go through nuclear blast. That one, not so much. Um, so that's my top five list. Anybody got anything to say that they don't like about it? All right, fuck you. Uh, who next? Kevin, I got you next. Uh, you got me? Do you have any honorable mentions that you might want to I have honorable mentions. I have quite a few, actually. Uh, just give us two or three. I'll yes. give them all. We'll just go through them real quick. I had two. Stu didn't know one of these, and I, I never get their fucking name right. I always thought it was Total Cleo, but that's not right. Anyway, I Eat Cannibal and Dracula's Tango by I Eat Cleo. Anyway, you probably know I Eat Cannibal. I Eat Cannibal. Feed on animal. If you heard it, you'd probably... Are you ready for Freddie Made My List? Um, I had two songs that I really, really struggled with not putting one of these on the list, which was uh, Cry Little Sister, Yes. G. Tom Mack, and then uh, Say Hello to the Night, both of them from the Lost Boys soundtrack. Uh, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones, early considered Who Made Who. Uh, That would have been my ACDC choice from a little movie called... Maximum overdrive gadget. Green Goblin on the truck. That you all guys hated. Uh, Dead Man's Party uh, by Oingo Boingo and Hell's Bells. All came pretty close to making my list. Actually, at one point in time, Dead Man's Party was on my list and it got bumped. So, uh, But, you know, it's one of those things you got to gotta go for what really stands out and the ones that really stand out. And, yeah, all of us 
none of us put Thriller on our list, assuming that someone else would put Thriller. But I think it just it goes to say, without saying that Thriller would be on the list. You know, before the days of MP3s and you know the Napster and whatnot, you know, trying to get the whole entire album of Thriller, you know, during Halloween was nearly impossible. So it's funny that we mentioned that because um, three songs, Thriller. Uh, Werewolves of London and one of your songs are actually very commonly found on Halloween party discs just sang by other people. <laughs> you know, it's like, by the chart-topping band. You know, it's like, <laughs> who the fuck are these guys? But yeah, it's it's real common. So Thriller's always on Halloween music oh, albums, yeah, like compilations albums. It's a given. But it's like, you know, Marty Jackson. And so, yeah. Uh, so we're going to go into Kevin's list now. Uh, we'll do the same thing. So uh, hopefully you got them in the same order as me. I took them in the order that you gave them to me. Okay. But you'll know what they are when we get to them because I'm going to do the same thing for you. So this is the first one, Kevin. Now Kevin's list is interesting. Very eclectic. And while <laughs> sorry, putting this together, I get it because I had to look into some of these. He might have to explain a few, but not the first one. And Stu, I think you'll appreciate this one. Good choice. Thank you. Yeah, right before, well, right after we would, you know, do the thriller dance in my neighborhood. <laughs> like you all just came out in the street. <laughs> had, had a big block party, block like, dance. Like, off. oh, yeah. Midnight would hit and all the doors would open, everybody the, come the out. Go <laughs> <laughs> did the thriller. Kevin being the lead and everybody behind him, like, doing the zombie dance. Uh, I wasn't cool enough to be yeah, real. No, you like, weren't. I uh, would have been like a background You were in the background zombie. trying to figure out the dance moves and never could. You were still I tried to, to get out the I tried to teach him the electric slide once. It was not, it didn't, uh, it didn't go. Well, no. the electric fucking slide. Yeah, I the only two people I don't even do that one. Yeah, but you probably could. The only two people I've ever met that couldn't do it were Kevin and my ex-wife. <laughs> she couldn't dance either. It's like I'm having a stroke, which why I made a perfect zombie. Three left feet. A stroke occurs when there is a lack of blood. To That's a like you're having brain. a stroke. Depending on which area True. of the brain is you know, affected, a stroke. We used to talk about questionable Mike, and we couldn't get him. Like Kevin would try to dance. Stewie can dance. He just won't anymore. But we were all. I was convinced that Mike wouldn't. But I bet if I bet he could. And I actually saw him one time. We got him out. Of, actually, a girl. Weirdest thing. We went to up to Jillian's one night. Oh, I remember Jillian's. It was me, Tracy. Isn't it like some kind of like tax from office now? Pharmacare. Oh, Brian Howard and questionable one and some random girl actually got dragged him out on the dance floor and he actually. But he wouldn't do much. And no. I was like, oh, come on, because I know he can. I'm assuming this was like right before I started working at Pharmacare? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Freaks Come Out at Night, Who Done It? Uh, 1984. Why did you put this on your list? I do have some notes, but you can give your reasons, besides the fact that they neighborhood danced to it. Well, I mean, it was just kind of like um, one of those songs that I would always hear playing at every like Halloween birthday party bash that I would attend or I would hold. Birthday. And, you know, I, you know, it's just kind of a staple. So it's off the album, 1984 album, Escape. Uh, this song is about the crazy people who gathered at dance clubs late at night, referencing the different styles and characters that they would see come into the disco, yeah. as he put it. And I, this came out like early 80s, so disco yeah. Yeah, you know, we're around technically. Well, I mean, 
that I think clubs were still called disco techs at this point. Like they weren't quite. I don't know when the moniker of disco got dropped and people just started calling them dance clubs. But yeah, that's why. I mean, the song is about the freaky ass type of people they would see at the clubs at night. That's what it's about. Freaky ass people freaky like ass me. People like yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of. Yeah, well, eight year old Kevin just kind of rolling around. So this next one, Casey's going to get to explain a little bit because um, it was one of the weird ones he put on here, and honestly, I didn't know this song. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. <laughs> I like Kevin's. I know this one. Who is it? Uh, I want to see a he might. This he is, might. This is shit he was into. That's true. Uh, this is very 90s, early. This guy went to jail, right? No, no, no. It's a group. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Ghetto Boys. Okay. 1991 no. off the album We Can't Be Stopped. Yeah. I think that, uh, the guy I'm thinking of it sampled the, the music that yeah, sure. wrapped on top of it, I'm sure. Possibly. Were you thinking about Bushwick Bill? No, I think his name was like Max something or... I can't remember. Uh, to was, be fair, I only remember like one. Um, he was more of the two thousands rapper. Hmm. I think he sampled the music. He probably did. Possibly, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, this is off the nineteen ninety one album. We can't be stopped. Mac ten. Um, Mac ten is was like was with Ice Cube and I'm sorry, they were West Side West Side Connection. Connection. Yeah. Then he, then he, then well, he had his own they stuff. Had their own stuff. This this does remind me of some like early early Ice Cube style. Like it very much has that kind of groove that he would do in some of his stuff. But Mac Ten did probably what Mac Ten did have solos. I mean, they had West Side Connection. Yeah, and they had their own. Where they sampled the song Hurt. <laughs> I hurt myself. Not that, just the music. Um, I was slowly mistaken. Sorry. Uh. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want me to give notes first, or do you want to say why you picked it first? Well, I mean, if um, you've seen the video, it's a kind of a creepy ass video. video. It's you know, uh, and the lyrics. I mean, so th- the song's talking about the mental anguish and exhausted life of a gangster. Uh, the song deals with post traumatic stress disorder, paranoia. Suicidal tendencies and loneliness. Very scary. And, well, the video's creepy, and some of the lyrics are a little haunting. And uh, Bushwick Bill, he's a little guy. I mean, he was a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's little. Uh, I was like I said, I watched the video, and I'm like, this is. Uh, hey, there's a midget. It actually little persons too. <laughs> little person. He actually, this song is uh, a sample from an Isaac Hayes song, "Hung Up on My Baby." from 1974 uh, from the film Tough Guys. The song's peak, it reached 23 on the Billboard Hot 100, making it the highest-charting single by the Ghetto Boys. This was originally intended for a Scarface solo album as he penned three of the song's four verses. Scarface and his grandmother spoke about how she inspired the track Mind Playing Tricks on Me. Scarface's grandmother was reportedly mumbling to herself and when asked, Mama, what you talking about? (laughs) She replied, Oh, nothing. My mind's just playing the tricks on me. <laughs> That's just what I think Scarface's grandma sounds like. Oh, nothing. Why you got a scar on your face? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't yeah. people used to be like, Scarface is seal. 
like people used to claim weird shit about Scarface. Like he was seal, and then he got fucked up. Like, well, I think Seal looks fucked up enough without you calling him Scarface. That, wasn't that just from bad acne? I don't What, Seal? Yeah. No, I think it was yeah, some sort of like weird accident or something. Who cares? It worked for him. Yeah. yeah he got, got Heidi Klum. Yeah. Oh. For a while. For a while. Then he moved on to somebody else. Because he's Seal. Watch this. Everybody sing one Seal song right now. Kiss from Baby. a rose. I can pray to a kiss from a rose on. Ooh, that's a Batman song. What the? Yeah. F- it's a great song. It is. The only one I know. Oh, no, it's not. It's not? No. No, there's. Oh, I you can't probably think of any, remember. There's when we were young and ah. it was paramount. We were, oh, ah. don't cry anymore. You're not alone. I actually ah. yeah. like, like, like a few seal songs. But. Oh, and then there's. Remember that one? I saw him at SeaWorld. <laughs> that was my best seal impression. <sighs> oh, that was good. <laughs> um, once again, Kev, we're going to move on to your next song, and uh, you can explain it. Whatever. I doubt it's deep. Girl is poison. <laughs> yes, it's Tony, Tony, Tony. Yep. Yeah, but the one you were singing wasn't. That's Bell Biff DeVoe. Same man. You were singing. Nope. Three dames. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> uh, I picked this one because mainly. The video scary. Butthead. Uh, just you did a very nice, you know. That's pretty good, Bell Bell. Yeah, I think you know, very nice impression there. You know. The fuck did Tony Tony Tone sing? Oh, oh anniversary. Come on, feels dude. Name the fucking hits. Feels good. Yeah, anniversary. That's yeah. a huge. Hit. But how's it go? It's our anniversary. Does name. anybody know what the fuck he's singing? I rest on your face. Ew. <laughs> What's another Tony Tony Tone song? There's a big one. What is it? What am I thinking of? Uh, let's see. It feels good. It always rains. It, sometimes it rains in Cali- Southern California. You can't even say uh, the name of Sometimes in Philadelphia, it's, it's sunny. <laughs> it was a good band. Why is it? Still, I know there's like a huge hit, and that's the one you're not saying. Why are you so, why are you so obscure? Well, because I was born in the obscure 80s. Why you got well, actually, talk obscure so 70s. dirty? Because I'm a dirty-ass motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the folks yeah. at home why you picked the 1988 song from Tony Tony Tone called Little Walter. Well, one, I mean, it was that weird dirge that kind of goes along with the song. You know, playing from Wade in the Water. But also, the video, which you can't really find on YouTube. You can only find it, like, off of, um, uh, let's see, an app called Daily Motion. You can watch it on there. Spooky-ass video I featuring. I found it on YouTube. Oh, you found it on YouTube? I, yeah, I oh, watched shit. it. But featuring a young Sinbad. Yes, Sinbad plays Walter. Yep. Straight off of a uh, different world. <laughs> oh, dude. I was thinking about that, that show today. 
Because I saw Kadeem Hardison on something recently, and it was like, holy fuck, it's Dwayne Wayne. You know, and yeah. he, he pops up every once in a while. And then I started, I, we're totally getting off track. Sure. But I, I was like, like. Because we never do that. Well, no. Like, I wonder what happened to, uh, oh, shit, what was her name? Uh, Jasmine Guy. Yeah. Whitley Gilbert. Whitley. That's what I was trying oh, to She was so hot. Because she, she ends up getting yeah. together with Dwayne Wayne. Because, yeah. it, remember, it was a spinoff of the Cosby mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. because they booted What's-Her-Face. And she went over to that, but then they let her back on Cosby, and she left. And but the uh, different world kept going even without her. Yeah. And I remember I used to watch a different world, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Whitley and Dwayne Wayne get together. Mm-hmm. She was so hot, and she played. Um, oh shit! Uh, famous singer. I can't think. Anyway, on like an HBO original, and then she just sort of disappeared. Was Whatever. it Josephine Baker? Yes, the Josephine Baker. Okay. Yes. Um, and then she disappeared. What happened to Jasmine Guy? Um, I, she did an interview somewhere recently. I mean, she was she was hot, and I was thinking about it. Got me thinking. Something got me thinking about a different world. So that sort of ties in. Bizarre, huh? I forgot that. That's right. Sinbad played like a teacher Hot on it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Like I said, this comes off the 1988 debut uh, album. Spent week spent a week at number one on the R and B charts. The song is about a roommate named Walter, who yes was played by Sinbad in the video. Uh, he makes money from undisclosed jobs. Don't know what he's doing. Uh, he never pays rent, Drugs. but he blows all his money on like finer things in life. Anyway, the narrative is uh, the narrator is sick of this, and he gets into a fight with Walter, and they argue for as they say half the night. They end up resolving their fight. And then somebody knocks on the door, and they fucking shoot Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the video. Like, yeah, it's bizarre. That's the song, mm-hmm. and the song's telling this whole story. And it is a little eerie, like the way they tell the story. Ooh, spooky. Um, but here's some of the here's some of the lyrics too for you. It's Hey, little Walter, something's gonna get you. Little Walter got myself a roommate, and Walter is his name. He liked to play strange games. Sounds perverted. Kind of. You go, little Walter. So the next one we've already mentioned, and it's pretty obvious, but it's a great song, and I don't blame him for picking it. I'm afraid to wash my hair Cause I might open my eyes and find someone standing there People say I'm crazy Just a little touch But maybe showers remind me Oh, psycho too much That's why I always feel like Somebody's watching me And I have no privacy Oh. 1984. Somebody's watching me by Michael Jackson. Ooh. Maxwell. <laughs> Rockwell. Rockwell. God. <laughs> Maxwell. Uh, actually, I found something Different out. dude. And this, I did not ever know this. Yes, it is Michael Jackson, but it's also, it's not just Michael Jackson. It's Michael and Jermaine Jackson what? who both do a part in this song. So this song was released through Motown featuring backup by Michael and Jermaine Jackson. Rockwell is the son of Barry Gordy. At the time, they were estranged. Uh, They weren't really speaking. Um, The music video, uh, uh, there's this whole thing through um, uh, his brother and this whole thing that got it all. He recorded the song, heard the song, I don't know. It was a whole crazy thing. But uh, I could see being, you know, what happened is um, Rockwell saw the last dragon and he, and he refused to talk to Barry Gordy anymore. He's like, no, this is too much. I can't fucking order. I'm estranged from you now because of the last dragon. Anyway, he saw the glow because you know it's Barry Gordon's last it dragon. It just so glow. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
It's great that these two are sitting on the couch now, and I expect them to get up and see <laughs> spots on the, on the couch. Oh, gross. Um, anyway, the music... Uh, uh, on the back of the couch or in the bottom? I'm not telling. So the, the, the music video for the song um, suggests that the house he's in is haunted, and he's chased around by ghouls. and It's, it's kind of got a thriller kind of, yeah. but a sillier thriller vibe it, it kind of had like a hitchcock vibe to it i mean at least the video did yeah um and he's being chased through the house by like spirits and ghouls and ghosts and shit and he's he's going crazy and and some creepy ass white guy <laughs> why is he gotta be a creepy ass white guy because he was a creepy ass white guy oh, that's a good point <laughs> uh and as we mentioned earlier this song is often found on different halloween album collaborations uh, different halloween music it's real common to find on albums so it's a great song though i love it I remember there always used to be that argument like this is this, that's Michael Jackson no that's Rockwell he just sings like Michael Jackson no that's Michael Jackson and that's Rockwell it's very weird though both like, had jerry curls do you think Michael just walked in and was like yeah I'll do the line I always feel like somebody's watching me okay I'm done <laughs> just where's fucking, my money just fucking left yeah, yeah. made like $25,000 for that monkey food don't come cheap <laughs> where's bubbles I just love that I was talking about you know a couple weeks ago the Eddie Van Halen episode that the, I was telling you guys that Freddie Mercury was talking about trying to record with Michael Jackson <laughs> oh, yeah. and he really was pissed I mean he liked the guy they I, they really respected each other but he got straight pissed and it's like to hear the story he's like calling people up he's like this motherfucker brought a llama <laughs> It's like he brought a fucking llama into the studio. It's like, look, I had to bring my llama. <laughs> he makes me giggle. Um, he actually said that on a not about the llama, but they were. I was watching an interview with Michael Jackson, and this was in the nineties, late nineties. They're like, "What do you think watching those clips of yourself as a young man?" He's like, "He made me giggle." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, I ought to just skip the fucker and move on to the next person because of the bullshit he's about to pull on us. But Kevin does have one more song. Yeah, I do. Oh, God. And it's some bullshit right here. Uh-oh. Now, Stu probably liked this shit, but it's horrible. Here you go. And put it aside like the Put it aside. They did. That's a family. They do what they want to do. Say what they want to say. Live how they want to live. Play out the way. Dance how they want to dance. Dick and they still afraid. You need to put on Spanky's glasses when you do it, because, you know. All right. <laughs> and then some, some parachute pants. You got some sweatpants? Uh, you put no. them on, and then you could do MC uh, Hammer through the house. Not any that don't, don't have stains <sighs> in Adam's Groove. 1991. MC Hammer. Yeah. Let's just put it this yeah, way. That's Deuce filling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Um, <laughs> Can't touch that. Uh, <laughs> released for the, the Adam's Family movie. Um, and this ought to tell you a little something. It was his last top ten hit. He didn't have any more after this. Do you want to know why? This song fucking sucks. <laughs> Go listen to it. If it was top ten, it is 10, so fucking suck. stupid. <laughs> this is as dumb as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle song that was dumped because they just use like he he says dumb shit about that you know and Uncle Fester's cool and shit and there's a hand and stuff and yay. I mean it's so fucking stupid. And here's how I can prove it's stupid. Are you ready for this? <laughs> The United uh, was a recipient of the Golden Raspberry Award for, for worst original song at the twelfth Golden Raspberry Awards in nineteen ninety one. Yes, this won a fucking raspberry because it's such a bad fucking song. But it won an award. Aren't raspberries good for you? Thank you. Not these kind. 
Nicolas Cage has won more than one. Oh, God, yeah. Hey, <laughs> what was that fucking movie that uh, What's-His-Face did where he was the talking cat? Not Garfield. Um, Heathcliff? No. Oh, Mike Myers? Um, no, it no. wasn't Mike Myers. It was... Uh, thinking Cat and Hat. No. What's the dude from War with Grandpa? I can't think of his name because I'm old. That's why. Uh. Anyway. Uh, the movie where uh, fucking Adam Sandler played Jack and Jill, that won a Raspberry, too. I'm just saying, there's a reason shit wins the Raspberry Awards. It's because it sucks. And this song sucks, Hammer. Hammer, I wanted to hurt you after this <laughs> song. Please, Hammer, I want to hurt you. Uh, I mean, I like MC Hammer. I met him once at Riverfront Stadium many moons ago. Was he nice? He was awesome. I bet he was. He was too legit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. That's what got him in all the shit, because he was too nice. I used to watch Hammer Man. Oh, uh, I definitely remember that. It was it was so unique. Like, the style of animation was just different than anything I'd ever seen before. It was, you know, I used to watch Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Hammer. Hammer. He really wasn't that good of a lyricist. No. I will say this, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the writer. Uh-huh. Maybe, uh, I, God, I hope he didn't have a team of people coming up with some of that shit. Possibly, because he was hiring everybody left and right, apparently. <laughs> but I, I will say that something I found out during this pandemic, you know, Hammer, you know, joined Death, uh, not Death Jam, um, Death Row. And, Hammer, uh, what? what? When? You didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah, Hammer joined Death Row like chores, like the later oh, part yeah, of his career. Oh, yeah, isn't that right when he started he doing got... like the harder rap? Yeah, and here's the thing about Hammer that a lot of people don't know. Apparently, Hammer fit right in really? with that group. Yeah. Right in very well. That's He was actually a part of Death Row when, uh, That's frightening. when Tupac got shot. That is... Yeah, that Ooh, what if we find out in the conspiracy that Hammer was actually the one who pulled the trigger? Oh, God. He let you the kn- Hammer fall. Oh. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Maybe. Wow. <laughs> this was back when he was wearing like the Oakland Raider stuff, wasn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, we here at the Mixtape Podcast. Yeah, when he had like a do-rag a and whatnot. Yeah. Hammer with a do-rag? This is not right. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is... No, I never knew any of this. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch, let those... Watch the uh, MC Hammer story on oh, VH1. Oh, God. I'm totally gonna now. I'm gonna look that shit up, dude. We gotta watch this. Yeah, we gotta pray. Yeah. To... <laughs> we I gotta mean, pray. Like, pray. pray. We gotta pray just to make it today. Oh, God, that should be the theme song of 2020. <laughs> pray, 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 pray. You need to pray just to make it today. God, remember when Can't Touch This came out? It was like, oh, was oh my God, this is the best. Can't my Touch This. No, 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 no. Can't Touch This. Everybody liked it. Everybody. My mother. Hey, Rick I, James, I, I, I'm stealing your shit. <laughs> yeah. Did he get permission? I'm sure he stuff? did. Okay. They probably knew each other. Like he was probably cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> Rick James probably made a lot of money off that song. I'm yeah, sure he paid just like, you know, I was stealing. I mean, asking. no, he no, didn't steal he it. Never asked. His went. Shut the fuck up! You're an idiot. Just be like, I didn't fucking know. They gave me a song and said record this, and the fucker stole it. I'm stupid. I didn't know because that's what he should have said, but it's not what he said. If you watch the um, see tales from the tour bus uh, from uh, Mike Judge when they cover Rick James, Rick James kind of they talk about this, you know, uh, Hammer taking, um, let me see, uh, using you can't touch this. And apparently Rick hated the song, but loved those royalties. I checks. bet he did. So I'm saying, I bet he got made a lot of money off. Oh, so yeah. he probably wasn't complaining. A lot of cocaine with that money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug, Spanky. <laughs> yes, it is. 
The games, bitch. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? What? Slap. <laughs> that was the most brilliant. Like the the two things that will go down in Chappelle history are the Rick James videos and the Prince. I mean, but the Rick James. What was brilliant about that is he actually had Rick James. Go. My favorite part is like, man, Charlie Charlie Murphy's stupid. Talking about wiping my feet all over his couch. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then he'd be the one that says cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. It was pretty brilliant. Um, Love that show. Darkness. Darkness is upon him. <laughs> May he rest in peace. At both of them. Yeah. Charlie Murphy, too. Yeah. That's really sad. I actually got to see him doing stand-up before he died. Was really? It no. I, I bet it wasn't. He was... He. Uh, he did a few jokes and then went on a rant, political rant after that. Uh, I hate when people do that. I'm like, dude, I'm here to just be I'm here to see. The only people that I'm okay with him doing, like, like Eddie Izzard, because his political shit is absolutely fucking hilarious. Because he's not, like, there's no agenda. He's just making fun. Like, I don't know. It's brilliant. No, he was actually getting done. Eddie serious. Izzard has a lot of the same manic stuff that Robin Williams, when he was on stage, only Robin Williams would just... <laughs> Go fucking nuts. <laughs> Robin Williams' mind never shut oh off. Oh, my God, dude. Oh. I can't wait till that documentary comes out, yeah, but I'm going to ball. I'm going to cry. I'll fucking cry. Yeah, I'll admit it. I'll cry, too. Have you guys seen um, the video of him when he's like, I think he was, it was like in, in Afghanistan or, or Iran or wherever. Performing for the troops. And the siren yeah. goes off. <laughs> it's awesome. He's, I don't know, man. It's it's so sad. Like we talk about that, like people that we've lost, and it's, it's that one still hurts. Yeah, that's one of those ones that if you can just like bring back to life. Yeah, that's well, a- it's like, how did he not know that he was loved, like by everyone in the world over, that he could be that sad? I guess they said like after um, the crazy, what the crazies or cra- whatever that show was that he had, like I guess he took it, like he felt like it was his fault that the show failed. Like, Sarah Michelle Geller talks about it. She's like, you know, he felt very responsible and, like, he let everybody down. And he was just, he was kind of spiraling after that. And he just was very sad. And it's, he talked, they've been, I've been watching clips. And I know we're getting off on a major tangent, but I've been watching clips and, like, they were showing stuff from, like, the early 80s where he's talking about, like, how sad comedians can really be and how they cover it with humor. And it's, so he's, mm-hmm. not surprised. He suffered, yeah. you know. Uh, we're going to move right into MC Stewie D. We're going to close this show out with the spank dog over there because he has some really interesting <laughs> shit. But first, we're going to go over to MC Stewie D, the Stu D Baker, Stu Manchu, Beef Stew stroking off. We are going to Dirty hit asshole. him up with his very first song. <laughs> this one comes directly to you from Stuart D. I have to find the button. And it's here it there. is. Stewie. It sounded like... Uh, well, that, you picked that, it. Oh, that was Halloween. That's Halloween I, by Halloween. Halloween. Sorry. <laughs> it sounded like uh, uh, Iron Maiden in a way. It's the uh, debut EP from That's German right. heavy metal band Halloween. It I was forgot about that. Yeah. released in April of 1985 on Noise Records. I have no more information to give beyond that, but obviously, why did you pick that song? Because I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
Good answer. Best fucking answer I've heard all night right there. Because it was, it was like Halloween. Yeah, well, Halloween. I mean, you guys said pick Halloween songs for music playlists. I remember that being like played during Halloween. Well, Halloween, Halloween, and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Halloween, Halloween sounded like yeah. they used it. Uh, yeah, it's no Adams Family. And it was but, like you know. it's big hair music. I'm wondering. Spank Dog said he purposely avoided another song. I'm wondering if this next song might be the. No, you said some uh, somebody's watching me was the other one you avoided. I I actually. Avoided this next one and was surprised that Stewie was the only one who put this on his list. Uh, something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If there's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Uh, Ghostbusters by Huey Lewis and... Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, Ghostbusters by you Ray Parker Jr. probably match that up easily. Well, it, they, he got sued. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, for I Want a New Drug. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. don't care about that. Dun, 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 right, gotcha. I Want a dun, New dun, Drug. Dun, 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 dun. Um, 1984, uh, debuting at number 68 on Juice... Oh, the song's called Ghostbusters, duh. Uh, June 16th, 1984. The song reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 on August 11th, 1984, staying there for three weeks and at number two in the UK singles chart on September 16th, 1984, staying there for three weeks. The song re-entered the UK Top 75 on November 2nd, 2008. Do you guys know why? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I have no idea why. Um, Because that's not when the new movie came out. I have no idea how it ended up getting on the charts in the UK in 2000. I'm sure there was a reason. Um, It won uh, nominated at the 57th Academy Awards for Best Original Song, but lost to another person on my list. A little song called, I just call to say. I love you. Lost to Stevie Wonder. A uh, lawsuit, of course, was filed from by Huey Lewis in the news uh, for the song I Want a New Drug. Uh, they received a settlement. And they bought drugs with it. Huey Lewis? Oh. I don't know. Were they known for doing a lot of drugs? He didn't seem like eh, I'm not sure. Druggy type. According to Parker, he had a few days to write this song and couldn't quite figure out how to integrate the title of the film into a song. He just, like, nothing worked. Nothing made sense. And he said he was... Uh, up late one night doing drugs and he was watching TV and he saw one of those stupid cheap infomercials on TV and he remembered the scene from the movie where they're like you know call us you know and he's like oh my god I'll write the song as if it was like a fucking infomercial and I'll make the tagline who you gonna call and it worked so if you really listen to the song the whole idea behind the song was I'm gonna make it an infomercial and it huh. sort of sounds like that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's an ad- he considered it almost an advertising jingle. And it kind of works. So Stewie, why did you put Ghostbusters on your list? Well, I mean, Ghostbusters. I, mean, I think ghosts. the best part is like just asking Stu cuz he's going to go like, "Ooh, cuz it's ghosts." And it's ghosts, it's scary. Ghosts. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do it. We just did it at the same time. It was, it was great. actually from a from a Good, fun movie from our childhood. It is a great movie, yes. A wonderful movie. Giant I'm looking marshmallow. forward to the new one. Um, when it ever decides to come back. Out. Well, next year, and I want them to wait, but because they're pushing, you know, Coming to America too. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear much they paid for it? So Amazon's going to release it. 
$125 million they paid for that movie. Holy Damn. fuck. Which probably worked out really well because... It might not make that much. Uh, it may or may not have. I don't know. I mean, does, is Eddie Murphy holding big demand at the box office these days? Not really. So so when is it coming out? Uh, December on Amazon, I think. So, um, so I, I, It's a good thing we have it. Good to get off track a little bit here. Fuckers, please start going to the movies. I mean, just I go, you pick a good day, you go, and there's you don't... You know they only have capa- limited capacity seating, so you're not near anybody. It's it's wonderful, and AMC is losing money. Oh, dude, I looked. There's no Akira anywhere we can make any time. So it's pissing me off. Right now, they're releasing a lot of older movies for like five bucks pop because what's happening is all the new movies are getting pushed, so nobody's going to the theater, and they're all losing money and they can't maintain. So what they're doing right now, AMC is doing this, and I we've we're talking about actually. I think we're going to do it. I hope you do it with us. Um, for like a hundred bucks, you can rent a theater for like twenty people, and you can play newer movies. But I think we're gonna go see Nightmare Before Christmas here in like a, a week. And for a hundred bucks, you rent the whole theater out, and I mean it's awesome. And you can I like Inter, uh, Empire Strikes Back is there, like where you can go see Tenant if you want to, you know. But I thought we'll do a little show, just, just the theater, not the concession. No, you got to pay for the concession, but you know so. If you got a group of people, man, go get get a few people together, up to 20 people. You come in, you rent the 90, $99. I mean, shit, man. I take my kids to a movie. It costs me 40 and That's without shit. concession, you know, so it's worth it. So, yeah, but please support it because I'll die if the movie theaters go under. I'll just die. You almost died this year. I did. It was a rough time. I, I went uh, oh, I went and saw uh, Unhinged uh, the other night by myself. Uh, it, was, it was You'd probably like it a lot. I just have a feeling it doesn't stop. It's very violent. Um, and Russell Crowe's a fucking maniac. I mean, he's he plays insane great. Yeah. But I have a feeling you would probably get into it. Do you guys... It kind of reminded me of a way more violent version. Do you remember Falling Down? Yes. That movie was fucked up. It was. But it was good. That's uh, Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy-ass movie from the 90s, if you don't remember it. You remember it. Yeah. You, Robert Duvall, I think. I remember it. I just never... Never really sat down to watch it. Stewie's next song is a great song. It's a wonderful song, and I'm glad it made the list because I love this song anyway. And, again, it's Stu, so it's obvious why it's on here. All of his are obvious why it's on here. But it's a great song, so here you go. I don't want pizza. I'll blow down your house. And then I'm going to eat you. Bring you to a simmer. And time will run my grease and fingers down your greasy spine. Feed my Frankenstein, 1991 by Alice Cooper Stewie. Why'd you pick this song? Got Frankenstein in it. <laughs> you know, I know Frankenstein it's not about, never scared me. I know it's not literally about Frankenstein. Marsupials do, because they're fast. I can't do Christopher Walken. Yes, it has Frankenstein in it. Yeah, do you know what movie this is from? Uh, no, I didn't oh, know it was teacher, from a movie. Teacher, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Oh, yep. Shit. From Wayne's you. World, they go to see Alice Cooper. Um, it's a great scene in the movie. And it's the video again, yeah. actually features them throughout it because it's, you know. Uh, 1991 off his 19th solo album, Hey Stupid. 
later released as a single in 1992. Its highest chart position as a single was number 27 in the UK, which helped Hey Stupid. That's S-T-O-O-P-I-D. To reach a UK number four chart position. The song was co-written with Mark Manning, whose band Zodiac, Mind Warp, and The Love Reaction recorded the original version in 1991 on their album, The Hoodlum Thunder. The song was featured in the 1992 film Wayne's World. Guest appearances on the track included Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, Nikki Six, and Elvira's Cassandra Peterson. I had no idea on the Nikki Six. Boom! Wow. Mind blown, Mike yeah. Drop. You had some information I never knew. I know. Drop I love when I get to give you motley information. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's a good one to pick. Um, it's a great song. It's fun as hell. Stupid lyrics, but tongue-in-cheek. I mean, it's Alice Cooper. He knew they were in, he was having fun with lyrics. They always said, like, I'm not a big country music fan, right? And one of the reasons is because oftentimes country music songs have stupid lyrics. Now, I have had people look at me and go, you love punk rock. I'm like, yeah, which also has stupid lyrics. The difference is tongue-in-cheek, think they're being clever. And when you think you're being clever and your lyrics are stupid, then you're stupid. If you know you're being stupid, then it's funny. So that's my problem. I, I am aware that people like Garth Brooks sing songs like you know, Two of a Kind Working on a Full House and Long Neck Bottle, tongue-in-cheek. He knew he was being silly, but yeah. sometimes they think they're being clever. Uh, I mean, Stewie's so obvious, but let's go ahead and pump his next one. I mean, he has a really good list overall. I mean, these all make really good sense to be on a Halloween list, like this one. Sets the summer sun on fire. Why'd you pick this one, That's Stu? That's just a fun song, isn't it? It is fun. <laughs> isn't that a fun song, isn't it? Oh, it's candy. <laughs> candy at Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Candy and Christmas. Candy at Halloween. Candy and Halloween. <laughs> wow. Uh, who was the song? Who day. was this song by, Stu? Uh, Bow Wow Wow. Incorrect. This song was the 1965 hit by the the band The Strange Loves. Uh, that reached number 11 in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart. Bow Wow Wow released their version as the first and only single from their EP, The Last of the Mohicans. That's the only one I remember it from. Well, it's actually a song from 1965 originally. I actually knew it was a remake, and oh. it was dudes who sang it originally. This should have been on the remake uh, uh, episode. For many years in America, I Want Candy was their first introduction to the young lead singer, uh, lead singer Annabelle L. Wynn. And the She's band. So the song cute. barely uh, scraped the top 50, but became an enduring new wave classic. She was so cute. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Now she's dead. Actually, I don't know that. I just said that, and it's probably not true at all. <laughs> just Stewie's like, oh, she's dead? No, I don't know. <laughs> I just said it. Dude, have you guys watched the fucking lightsaber shit? Yes. yes. I've been posting the shit. Yes. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Hacksmith. Do you know who Hacksmiths are? They they have a YouTube channel. They they just made a fully extending, like retractable. Four, oh, yeah. 4,000. Four thousand. They're like cut through fucking steel doors and shit with it. Yeah, that is. It is. Um, awesome. Those guys I mean, are. It's attached to a nice big old. It's a proto yeah. No, they got a backpack tank. Oh. Uh, In the video, they use big tanks because he's running it longer. He explains right. all that. Oh, yeah. But they actually build it into it, and it's so fucking cool. 
Sorry, I don't maybe when I what okay. When Guys, this out. is how my brain works. <laughs> Stuart, she's dead. Really? No, I've no 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 evidence of that whatsoever. Made me think of lightsabers. No, <laughs> made me think of the scene from uh Austin Powers, like, I am your father. Are you really? No, I have no evidence to back that up whatsoever. Which then made me think <laughs> of Star Wars, which then made me think of lightsabers. And that is how my brain works. Yes, it is a fucking twisted web I weave up here. <laughs> fucking train wreck in there. Welcome. Well, fuck you. Everything in your brain is <laughs> makes me think of penis and pussy and boobies. Yeah. Like literally everything. Yeah. Even gross stuff that's not, nobody should think that way. Yeah. Sorry I said pussy. I feel like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Grab you in one. Grab you in one. Grab you in the pussy. Okay, let's stop. Let's just stop. We're going down a bad path here. Stewie's next song, obvious. Didn't hit the button. Yes, I'm living at a place that Nineteen forty three, uh Guns and Roses, running with the devil. Just fucking with you. Nineteen seventy eight, running with the devil from a little band called Van Halen, featuring the vocal stylings of one David Lee Roth, also you, known as Diamond Dave. The opening track to the album. Yes it is. Wouldn't it be funny if that album actually came out in nineteen forty three and it was like a, a big like big horn section, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> now here's Tommy Dorsey. See? <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. <laughs> now here's Tommy Dorsey singing "Running with the Devil" with his orchestra. Oh, I'm running with the devil, running with the devil. I live my life like there's no tomorrow. Now here's Satchmo on horns. <laughs> oh, I'm running. <laughs> Hello. Uh, 1978, off the album Van Halen. It was the second single off the album Van Halen, named the ninth greatest rock song of all time by VH1. With a young David Lee Laroth. Laroth. <laughs> David Lee Laroth. That's his French cousin. <laughs> Remember, tonight's... Tonight's episode is sponsored by Ovaltine. Remember to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> Don't forget to brush your teeth with borax. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, I'm the shadow. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, voted number ninth greatest rock song of all time. Song starts, this is really cool. The song starts with car horn sounding. The horns were actually taken from the band's own cars and mounted in a box powered by two car batteries with a foot switch to power them. Really? Um, <laughs> this is really cool because we just did the Van Halen episode, so this right. all sort of plays in. Um, producer Ted Templeman slowed the horns down and added them in. The le- uh, it was actually those car horns were used for their first uh, for the demo that Gene Simmons did originally. Oh. And when that didn't work out, they liked the sound, so they took them and did it again, and it got added to this. I thought that was really cool because we just talked about all that. Um, the lyrics have often been said to be satanic, but the members of the band say the actual meaning is about life, the life of a touring young band. 
stating things like the simple life is not so simple as it appears and that running with the devil is referring to freedom portrayed as a lack of social ties and living in the present. So they said it hasn't really, it's, it's an, an analogy. We're not really talking about the devil. We're saying like, hey, this life is, look at this, we're living the simple life, but it's really, it's like running with the devil because it's not really as easy as you think it is. So. Right. Stu, why did you, <laughs> why did you pick running with the devil? Well, it's Van Halen, duh. What's <laughs> that got to do with Halloween? Uh, devil. <laughs> There's all these tingles running up and down my nipples. Are you guys surprised that I didn't actually pick the Motley Crue song, Shout the Devil? No, I actually didn't think about it, but now that you say it, yeah. I am shocked. I actually kind of purposely... Oh, that's Stewie's list, because here's the thing. When we get to uh, Spank Dog's list, I called it. I didn't know which. I just knew that one would be there. <laughs> and I was right. The last one? Yes. Uh, no. It's not your last one anymore because we switched one of yours and it got switched had, out of place. But just okay. I had a bunch of uh, honorable mentions. What did? Well, how about you two? Did you guys have any honorable mentions that didn't make your list, KC? Um, I don't think so, no. Oh, you only did five and that was it? Yeah, I'm... Oh, I, oh, a superstition. I wish I had that, you know, on my list, but that's the one that I, the one that Spanky and I switched. I I was really wanting superstition, superstition to be on my list, so I was like, okay, that gives me a spot for it, and I kind of wanted on there. So, what were some of yours? Uh, one of them was uh, Fleetwood Mac, Black Mac, or Woman. Why would you go with you? You just learned that Fleetwood Mac did that song a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So why wouldn't you have went with Santana? Uh, That's the more popular known version. Mm. Like before we did the remake episode, you I never... went back and listened to it. I was like, <laughs> all right. And... I was just curious. Uh, and then it was it. Um, well, of course, I was going to do Thriller, but <laughs> but uh, Z- Zombie by the Cranberries. Zombie. Zo- Why that song? Zombies. Stu's <laughs> <laughs> got the because zombies. And then Ozzy, Fark of the Moon. Cool. Because of werewolves. <laughs> and he ate a bat. And he ate a bat. There and you go. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so let's go right into Spank Dog. Spank Dog. Um, Our ears are about to bleed. No. Actually, he's got a very... Uh, I like his list. <laughs> I do. I like his list a lot. Um, except for maybe the first song. And uh, you're going to hear why. We know this. We've talked about this. But they're... Right. For what the song is and what it created. Anyway, here you go. Or did after a bunch of drugs he get more coherent? When he <laughs> oh, that was back in his heavy party days when he was snorting ants. Well, this is before the. No, that's this before is their the first show. song. Yeah, it was the first song off their first album. Do you know what song that is? No. Do you know what band that is? Um, well, that's odd. Black Sabbath. So the song yeah. is. It's a trick question. You just Black said Sabbath. Black Sabbath. It's Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Uh, 1969 it was written but it was released in 1970 as a four track 12 inch like Kevin single yeah (laughs) with the wizard also on the A side evil woman and sleeping village on the B side this song was widely considered to be the first what heavy metal heavy metal song 
It's a very weird song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you can go out and get good copies of it. It's what it sounds like. I mean, this is real early shit, right? It's it's raw. It's very raw, and the video is very weird to watch. <laughs> um, but why did you pick Black Sabbath by Black? Sa- I mean, you know, it's Black well, Sabbath. I mean, <laughs> Black Sa- the the epitome of heavy metal, the Godfathers of heavy metal, and heavy metals associated with yes. Satan evil and. So do you know Halloween. the do you know the backstory of this song? Because it's very apropos that you picked this song, and everything you just said makes it even crazier. Go right ahead. According to the band, the song was inspired by an experience that Geezer Butler had in the days of Earth. Butler, obsessed with the occult at the time, painted his apartment matte black, placed several inverted crucifixes, and put many pictures of Satan on the walls. Ozzy Osbourne handed Butler a black occult book written in Latin and decorated with numerous pictures of Satan. Butler read the book and then placed it on a shelf beside his bed before going to sleep. I mean, this is already fucked up. Who would do this? Um, When he woke up, he claims he saw a large black figure standing at the end of his bed staring at him. Now, me, I would have shit myself and jumped out the window. (laughs) They wrote a song. The figure uh, vanished and Butler ran to the shelf where he had placed the book earlier. But the book was gone. Butler related this story to Osborne, who then wrote the lyrics of the song based on Butler's experience. In today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up. That's fucked up. And that's fucked up. And for those of you that didn't know, Earth was Black Sabbath's name before they became Black Sabbath. And I am so glad that you cleared that up because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck... That means, inspired by his experience that Geezer Butler had in the days of Earth. I'm like, what the fuck is in the days of Earth? Right. Back when they were in the band Earth is what they're... Thank mm-hmm. you, because I didn't know that. They were like a um, <sighs> a heavier blues. What a fucked up story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Ozzy Osbourne. What do you expect? Oh, my God. It wasn't even him that actually... No, he just gave him the freaking Necronomicon to sit next to his bed. He gave the song Bound in Human Flesh. Life and Sound. Bound in Human Flesh and Written in Blood. It's funny how Ozzy's all covered in crosses now, like everything (laughs) he's ever done. I mean, I think that song is probably, before he took on the moniker of the Prince of Darkness, that song solidified him as the Prince of Darkness. Now, I'm trying to wonder... I'm the fucking Prince of Darkness. I can't have bubbles, Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to hear it as like a yeah, blues it was an actual song, episode of. Um, I remember that. Um, yeah, uh, the Osbournes sharing like he, he's gonna have a concert and she gets a bubble machine and he's like, "I'm the fucking Prince of Darkness, Sharon. I can have bubbles." Ozzy, <laughs> like, it's so cute. I, I know. So was Ozzy in a blues band? He was actually part of Earth before they became. Sabbath. Can we hear any of this? Is it? A, I don't know. God, we have to search. Sort of yeah, looking. I want to hear Ozzy sing the blues. That should be his next album, by the way. Ozzy, Ozzy sings, sings the, the blues. blues. <laughs> Here's a little track from Muddy Waters. <laughs> Sharon! Sharon, bring me my steel guitar. Here's Spank Dog's next song. What is the face? No kidding. Uh, Spank Dog, 
Creatures of the Night by Kiss. Creatures of the Night by Kiss off their 1982 album. Uh, written by Paul Stanley and Adam Mitchell in Mitchell's Kitchen. Why that's relevant, I don't know, but it was in there, and Stuart know. just farted. Uh, it was not. Cle- <laughs> it's it's actually not clear who plays what instrument on this track, but it is assumed that the bass was not played by Gene Simmons. Yeah, this mic picks up a lot. But rather Mike Port, say it Porcaro, who would later play with American rock band Toto. Lead guitar was not played by Ace Frehley, as he was not musically involved with the album. And it was not played by Vinnie Vincent either. It was played by either Steve Ferris, who would go on to lead guitarist in the 1980s pop rock group Mr. Mister. Uh, I don't know why it said either. Uh, no, it was probably paid. Uh, you know, Adam Mitchell also played in the final version of the song, replacing Stanley on the rhythm and guitar in the middle and end of this song. Hmm. Why did you choose this song? To borrow some of your lines, <laughs> it's Kiss, man. It's Kiss, and it, I mean, it's a very like we're creatures of them. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it's pretty pretty obvious why you. Would I mean, they they got that Halloween feel to them. It it kind of yeah, wearing makeup it, even without they're the very casine, Halloween casines. theatrical, right? It it casine casins. Oh my button. god, what I mean seriously? Wow, stroked out casine casins. Gene Simmons from. Kasim Kasim. Wow. It's like a genie supposed to come out next. Mecca Lecca High. Kasim Kasim. I thought he was doing a John Travolta at the Oscars there. <laughs> a Dean Dizelle. <laughs> what, what fucking person are you talking about? I mean, it almost we almost needed to have a Kiss song on this list somewhere, mm-hmm. and that's probably a really good choice. Like there, it, there were several that I could have went with, but that was... Probably the best. I like it because it's not the most obvious of choices. Yeah. It, it kind of works. Please tell me they sing the blues uh, too before you get. The, <laughs> yeah, no, they did but, an album with uh, Ozzy. Before no, you but go to Paul the next Stanley one, has actually done some Motown music. Really, recently. I could, I could yeah. see that. Before you go to the next one, I did find some Earth. <clears throat> okay, let's hear a little Earth, dude. You sure it's not? No, September. That's that's not Earth. That's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember? <laughs> I can, I can hear it. It kind of reminds me of some Hendrix. Would have, it would have been around that era. Yeah. It is weird to hear that style of music with Ozzy's voice, though. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you figure it's mid to late 60s. That's that's pretty interesting, though. Huh. Who knew? Not totally Banky. surprised. <laughs> Banky, apparently, yeah. and, and he was actually inspired to do music by... The Beatles. That doesn't shock me. He's seen them in concert and decided Actually, that's what I want to do. Listening to that music, mm. it's got well, a kind of kind of a yeah. I could I could I mean, kind of the later Beatles stuff. You know yeah. your helter skelter type mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, and, the and you're always big it. into yeah. the blues. You, anyway. you can hear the 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 early <laughs> stylings of Tony Iommi in there playing that guitar. Yeah, you, I mean you can hear it. The signatures are there. It's just. Different. Definitely got Very a blue different. sound. Interesting. Very interesting. I could probably jam to that. Yeah, I need to check very out Earth. Very interesting. But stupid. <laughs> <laughs> very, very stupid. Uh, Stewie, here's Spanky's next one. Oh, God. Fuck up the moon. He's got an Aussie boner. I don't know what to tell you. It's a great song. <laughs> Yeah. 
Uh, Bark at the Moon, off uh, the first single released off his 1983 album of the same name. Why did you pick this song, sir? I, I remember when I was a when I was a kid when this album come out. They did the video for it, and he was running around as the werewolf and all, all the creepiness that goes. Yeah, along he's got that werewolf uh, uh, costume going on, pretty good. So the song deals with the creature that was once terrorized the town that was killed and later mysteriously returned to once again wreak havoc upon the villagers. The music video was uh, inspired by Robert Louis Stevenson's classic Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, depicting Osborne as a mad scientist who ingests a substance in his laboratory, which causes him to transform into a warwolf. Warwolf. Uh, it's the same picture that's depicted on the on the album, album cover. Yeah. Is Ozzy as the War Wolf? Then he went and had a fight with Michael Jackson as the Were Cat Wolf. Which that one actually scared me. Did oh, the Thriller scared the yeah, shit out of me. kid. Scary, especially video. when he's transforming and it's like oh oh. oh. That was great because uh, I mean all the effects were done by. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's it's the fucking way that my mind works now. Like I can remember shit when I need to, and then when I, or when I don't need to, when I need to, I'm like, I don't know, fucking people. <laughs> um, you know, we, we could talk about that. Like we have talked about it on the show before. I remember being a kid and being in Kmart, and they were playing because they were playing the making of Thriller, and I stood there watching it in Kmart, like <laughs> right during the blue lights. Mommy, you, like scared the shit out of me. Um, two years ago, I went and saw, God, I don't remember what movie at the theater, but I, I liked the movie. I forget what, it, oh, it was the Jack Black movie, uh, oh God, just came out, the clock on the walls, the house with the clock on the walls or whatever, mm-hmm. because, but I, I, the movie, I was fine. I wanted to see the movie, but that's not why I went. We went because before the movie, they played, uh, in 3D, the full thriller, and, uh, we got to watch like the 14 minute thriller in 3D on the big screen. It was awesome. Nice. So, I never knew that. Yeah, it was great. So I got to watch it again on the big screen like two years ago. It was, it was fantastic. So, yeah, it's, it's, it, the, the effects in Thriller were great. It was scary as shit. So, you know, there were zombies and fucking werewolves. And, and Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Can't go wrong with Vincent Price. Yeah. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Uh, but, yeah, Bark of the Moon, man. He's a werewolf. Yep. Werewolf. So it, it fits. It's apropos. And Stewie... Knocked it off his list, and that worked because Spanky had it on him. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, neither of you knew. So, um, this next one, I'm going to play it. I didn't know what, but I knew they'd be on here. <laughs> I told Stewie, I said, guarantee he's going to have this band on there somewhere. I just don't know which song. Yeah, I'm excited. If, if, before you play it, if anybody listening, if you're not a fan, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Fair enough. Well, fuck it, then. Screw it. You'll never be ICP. a All nodding our heads at the same time. It's Pumpkin <laughs> Carver by the Insane Clown Posse, and featuring I believe Twisted featuring Twisted, of course. Of course, it features Twisted, right? But that yes. came later. I mean, in their first early, some of the early stuff, it was they started doing a lot with Twisted. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but it wasn't twisted underneath their. They they were label. on their record label. So here's the funny thing you say if if you're not a fan, I don't give a fuck. Um, first thing I want to say, I'm going to do a I'm going to do a little shout out to Kelly at my work who you two have met. Yes, Kelly goes. She loves ICP. She goes to ICP concerts all the time with one of her friends. Yeah. Yeah, but she's, has she ever dressed up like that? I don't know, but she, I think they dress crazy when they go. No, Stewie's saying that because Stewie and I have actually dressed up as the Insane Clown Posse oh. for Halloween. <laughs> Stewie and I both owned uh, Riddle Box, Great Malenko. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they were great albums. Riddle Box was the best. I Who's think. going chicken hunting? We's going chicken hunting. Who's going chicken hunting? We's going chicken hunting. Oh, yeah, Kevin? Fuck off. Cut a motherfucker up. butt. I had a stroke, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> a stroke occurs when there is a Have we all had strokes tonight? The brain. You have Depending on which area of the brain is affected. Yeah, he made his stroke own stroke. can cause speech impairments. Yeah, he Kevin. He stroked himself. Yeah. Fuck off. He stroked, Fuck off. He stroked himself. What the hell are you Twice. doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insane clown posse. Here's the funny thing. Is I, I tried. I looked all the fuck over for notes. I couldn't even get the fucking album the song was off. I think it's from 1998. Beyond that, I couldn't find shit. It was 98. It was released uh, as a single for their Halloween Wicked shows in Detroit. And it was re-released. It was was put on the re-release of The Great Malenko when they did it, but not the original. Right. So they did like a a remastered re-release. So was it like a demo? No, it was a what uh, at Halloween they do their shows Hallow Wicked, and they do um, special release singles for the shows, and they pass out CDs, and that was one of the uh, CD specials. So originally it was just released as a CD single, and then when they when they did the remaster and re-release of Great Malenko, oh, they added it to the golden age of the internet. As a bonus you track, can you can anywhere. get it, yeah. Um, and it's a, it's very ICP. It's a fun song. It's Pumpkin Carver. Um, the song is about getting a job as a pumpkin carver, although I have a feeling that's not what they mean, but, you know, who knows? Let's see. There's a pumpkin. There's a pumpkin. There's a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we pumpkins? Uh, yeah. Oh, your heads. They make nice pumpkins. Uh, Listen to the lyrics of the song. I, I, yeah, I was listening to it when I was re- so I'd got a lot I of mean, it. I mean, right at the beginning, you know, we got to go get that that bowl of brains. They. Flat out. Sort of like an Ichabod Crane yeah. sort of Now, thing. you okay. knew instantly when you heard them it was ICP, because they're obvious when it's ICP, you know their sound, but did you ever listen to them? No. we got to take him back to some early days and see if he doesn't kind of... I mean, they've kind of... So, Spanky's a bit of a juggalo. Retired. I don't uh, know if you knew that. Oh, oh, yeah, back in the day, yeah. So... The thing is, they've kind of developed this sort of stigma and this rap, you know, because their concerts are crazy and a lot of weird shit goes on. And They're almost like deadheads, but a little more mental. But honestly, they were fun, like, to yeah. listen to them. They they are a fun band to listen to, but this, this, this is from the 90s. It, it meets our criteria and definitely fits on the list. Scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got... I would, I would recommend... Uh, Riddle Box, Great Malenko, like these. This was the shit we had. Uh, they're they're fun albums. I got just about anything you want if you want to listen to them. They're so not I'm tame. <laughs> Expect lots of foul language. Love song was pretty good. <laughs> and then they did. Yeah. <laughs> then they did something really obscure, and blew everybody the fuck away. A blues album. No, they did a. 
I don't want to say remake because it's not accurate. They changed the lyrics, but they did uh, uh, Let's Go All the Way, and everybody yes. fucking oh, yeah, loved yeah, it. Yeah. Like that, that was like their pretty much their only doogie, mainstream hit. Doogie doogie. Is Let's that their way of making way. it to the, the, the Let's go mainstream all the way. circuit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I that, don't know if that was their intent. It, it, it just wasn't happened. intended to be a mainstream song. Sly Fox did the original, and it just happened that way. They're. Their version's really fun. It's great. I they changed like most of the lyrics. Yeah, but it, it wasn't like vulgar or anything, so it actually no, it's hit not the vulgar, airway. and no, and it's, it's a way. Or was a, it? Or was it an edited version? Or no, I don't think there's really. It's it's just not their standard stuff. It's it's a departure for them, but it, it's it's a really good. It's, it's a like, good cover. Uh, like I was telling him, like the love song, actually sounds like a pretty love good song. song. But then you actually start listening. Oh, the lyrics are horrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Stewie and I, uh, the, the members are Shaggy Too Dope and Violent J. Mm. And Stewie and I, for Halloween, went I was Violent J. And I was Shaggy Too Dope. Do you know why? Because I was the bigger guy. Because <laughs> we didn't really fit the other personas. Song's kind of apropos for today. Yeah. Uh, let's go all the way. Let's go all the way. Let's I wonder how many fans they pulled into oh, it. A lot. Because that. that was big. I mean, people was, loved it. Yeah. And I think people were like, this is insane clown posse. Because it was such a departure. I mean, it's them. It's obviously them. And but then it's they a go, departure from Go them. back to their old catalog, and then they, I'm sure they brought in I more. think there are a lot of closet. ICP fans that just they're like I'm not a juggalo but they're fans. You know I think I have well, like Stewie and our Stewie like and I are not we we're not juggalos. No, there, you there's a lifestyle that comes with being a juggalo. Yes, Stu, there is. <laughs> but Stu and I are. I mean I like ICP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're fans. I've, I've owned their CDs. Yeah, a few of them. So we purposely went out and sought them out and bought them. So yeah, I've painted my face to be one of them. Um, for Halloween, I actually but, painted my face to be. Both of them for a concert. I painted my oh, face and face? my butt. No, like I, I do like a side by side. Oh, did you? I just painted my face and my butt to be them both, and I just walked around like this all night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like they're the same person. And what's really cool is my butt. I didn't have to use any white paint. It's just naturally that pale. And that's hairy. pretty white, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and hairy. So I had the beard already there, the five o'clock shadow and everything. Your face or the butt? My butt. <laughs> <laughs> you ever like poop and like two of your butt hairs get tied together as the poop's coming out? It's you got a pull. <laughs> it's like a net. Uh, he's got one more. Um, this oh, was and this was on your. This list. was on my list, um, and I I I was okay giving it up to put superstitious on, but uh, this song needed to be on there somewhere. And so it worked out because it would have had to have been on my list if he wouldn't have wanted it. But uh, I said, "You take it." Here we go. If people could see some of the stuff <laughs> that we do. <laughs> 1976, good year. By the blue, you know, set up now. You know, Jay, I got a fever. 
and I need some more cowbell. <laughs> uh, so we gonna go walk? That kind of hurts. It's from Saturday Night Live, man. Uh, that's what that's from. I know, I know. No, you didn't. I said I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said I know. Everybody funny. You funny too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1976, Blue Oyster Cult. Don't fear the Reaper. Uh, great song, great year. I was born. Um, yeah, written and sung by the lead guitarist Donald Buck Dharma Roser. <sighs> What's the song about, Stu? Not fearing the Reaper. What's the song about, Kev? Cowbells. <laughs> I believe it's about uh, hallucinations, isn't it? What's the song about, Spank Dog? I had no clue. Okay, well, I don't thought all you guys... Death, I don't know. I thought all you guys would say suicide, because that's what most people think the song is about, is suicide. But it's not it's what they not. say. It's not what they claim, no. Um, they say the song deals with eternal love and, and, and the inevitability of death. Uh, Dharma wrote the song while playing an early or picturing an early death for himself. Um, he said the song is about the inevitability of death and the foolishness of uh, fearing it. It was written when Dharma was thinking about what would happen if he died at a young age. Lyrics such as Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity have led many listeners to interpret the song to be about a murder-suicide pact. But Dharma says the song is about eternal love rather than suicide. I felt I just I had that I had just achieved some kind of renaissance. Uh, that's not the word. I just achieved some kind of resonance with the... I can't... This I, Hey, guys, in my defense, it's on a little tiny device. I'm trying to read this shit. Uh, resonance like with the cycle problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's not the size that matters. It's how you read it. Uh, I felt I had just achieved some kind of resonance with the psychology of people when I came up with that. I was actually kind of appalled when I first realized that some people were seeing it as an advertisement for suicide or something that was not my intention at all. It is like not to be afraid of death as opposed to actively bringing it about. It's basically a love song where the love transcends the actual physical existence of the partners. Um, in the song, he guessed that 40,000 men and women died each day, but that wasn't right. <laughs> the rate was actually 100,000 or so off the mark at 140,000 people die every day. But hey, you know, it's music, so what you gonna do? Uh, huge. I mean, everybody knows the song. It's it's been remade. It's and huge. It, it, we still it know. Fits it fits with with Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Up. Like I said, it kind of needed to be on the list. I mean, there are a few songs that made this list, like Thriller and Somebody's Watching Me, that they needed to be on the list, and this song needed to be on the list. Now, what about you, Spank Doggy Dog? Did you have any runner-up songs that didn't, uh, that I you did. considered? Um, I had another Aussie song, uh, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Iron Maiden. The wind had two Iron Maiden songs on the, the list. He liked Aussie a lot. I, well, yeah. What? 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 Um, what Maiden? Fear of the Dark and Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast. Ah, uh, the, uh, the Beast. I, yeah, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. Anything else? Those were the. I think that's about it for. So I told Stewie the other day, I was like, I know Spanky's bringing it in Insane Clown. I just don't know which one, but I know he will. I will say that your choice shocked me. I was like, oh, at least he went somewhere I didn't know. Right. 
But yeah, ICP made his list. I, I could have went different directions with that, but that was the song. You could probably have made as soon as you mentioned this episode, I was like, I know the song. You probably could have made a any song and picked it. Pretty much, yeah. God, how do we know what he's talking about half the time he speaks? Because <laughs> we've been friends with Yeah, him like we now. piece it. You couldn't eat probably most, most songs, anything made it work. Hey, why are you picking on me? Chopstick. <laughs> Banana peel. What if I got some kind of autism and you're making fun of me? Well, I mean, he uses his hands, so it's sort of like a weird Actually, sign language. Dude, if, I don't want to insult autistic people by comparing you to any of them. But if we found out you had some sort of mental disorder, at least a lot of shit would make sense. <laughs> yes, it would. Oh, I know I have a stutter. I've got a st- stutter. I've got a st- stutter. It's like my brain. Fish called Wanda. That one. It's like my brain uh, moves too fast for my mouth to actually. That's not fucking up. true. <laughs> There's like a fucking half dead hamster in the wheel of your brain. It's like. <laughs> 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 Cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> then he hangs on to the wheel. Just whoa, 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 whoa. Peanut butter. Tattoos, Motley Crew. Motorcycle, motorcycle, motorcycle. <laughs> Vinyl. Something that flashes, something that flashes. Boobies. The hamster's about to have a heart attack. Jeez. Dude, we are doing a really good impression of the brain of Stewie. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> Sit on couch. Squeak. Watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that one in there. Got accurate. <laughs> you guys are right. That's me. <laughs> oh, God. So people out there. Uh, write us. Let us know what you would add to the list that we did not from the seventies, eighties, or nineties. You you get out of that shit. And we're not. There's still some good stuff out there to be. Lots on the of list. good shit out there. Like I said, man. I mean, I start thinking about it, and it's like, do I put "Cry Little Sister" on here? Do I say put "Say Hello to the Night" on? Mm-hmm. Say hello to the night, lost in the shadows. Say hello, hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hello. Is it me you're looking for? Tell me how to win your heart. Food. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I haven't got a clue. Have you ever seen the like name badges that say hello? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> or hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> or my name is What? Huh? Who? Who? <laughs> Did you see what I posted on Facebook today? No, I don't know. <laughs> it said 2020's been rough oh. on all of us. Eminem, and it's a picture of Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I oh, love those. Oh, I saw. Those are brilliant, by the way. Yeah, the Dog the Bounty Hunter one was pretty good. Yeah. They're, the, is that the Taylor Swift one? Yeah. Yeah, those There's are all really the, good. Iggy Pop and, uh, let's see, it's supposed to be um, I know, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And, yeah, those oh, are my God. Jennifer Aniston has gotten better looking. Right? Now. <laughs> right? Welcome to the Friends Podcast. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about how hot Jennifer Aniston is and how come you could always see her nipples in every episode of Friends. Must have been cold on What set. did you do? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? My eyes are burning. Yeah, why? What did you do? I'm a little afraid. You should be. 
What did you do? He just shit himself. <laughs> I can't. Oh, maybe this will work. Yummy. Oh, no, it doesn't work at all. What did you do? I farted. <laughs> well, maybe. You guys don't understand. <laughs> maybe. My, my camp, you uh, don't know? You're over there gagging and you're like, I think I farted. Maybe it was just me. Real like, you don't, guys don't get it. Like, we can see each other now. So all we see is him over there, like, gagging and making the face he created from a his brown own crime. fart. Yep. That's going to be on my Halloween playlist. Uh, what do you guys think of our Halloween playlist? Who had the most obscure shit? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Guilty. Did. Kevin. I was kind of shocked. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I'm starting to get a whiff of it. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> God. God, where's my freaking face mask? God, <laughs> God, you nasty bastard, motherfucker! <laughs> sharp on it. You sure you did shard? I think you sharded. It burned a little. Oh God! Jeez, Christ. it's like we were having a nice normal show. We weren't going off the rails much. Shit, dude! If Johnny Case was here, he'd be definitely throwing up. God, Stewart. I'd ask what you ate, but I know you had a baconator. I bought it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I brought him some pizza from work. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yep. I had Chinese for the last two days at lunch. That explains a lot. Uh. Did you have the poo-poo platter? <laughs> He's got his face mask on. Does it work? It helps. It's a different mask. Oh, yeah. yeah I usually have, like, the uh, mean, Nintendo mask. Yeah, I know. Now you definitely look like one of the members of Cobra. Fuck just happened here. <laughs> uh, la, 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 la. So yeah, uh, what everybody out there think of our list? What would you add to the list? You can write us at your podcast at gmail.com. Halloween's coming up. Uh, two weeks. What are we at? What are we at? Oh, cool. We, we're at two hours. Um, before we go, I want each of you. I'm going to ask each of you a question, and I want an answer. No. I'm going to start with you. Okay, go for it. Take your mask off. All right, hold on. Oh, God, it still smells. What was your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Uh, I was Zorro for three years straight back in <laughs> elementary school. And I'm not talking about the uh, Antonio Banderas uh, Zorro. I was like the 1950s Zorro. Is that because yeah, you couldn't afford it, no. or you just liked it that much? What's up? Is it because you couldn't afford another costume, or you just liked that? Much? I just liked Zorro, Zorro that much. He was my first superhero. Cool. He wasn't really super. Spank dog. What he was, was your favorite costume as a kid? I've got two. Uh, I, I know Jason's. Uh, one year, it, it's actually if you look at the picture I put up on the uh, on the Rewind Toys page, you could see a Polaroid pic in there. I was dressed up as Darth Vader. That year for Halloween. Hmm. And then years later, I was dressed up as a visitor from the show V. Oh, nice. Did the full costume, everything. You could have just, the next year, just a couple years later, just reused that as uh, one of the costumes from the movies of Star Trek when they wore the red outfit. It would have just worked. Mm -hmm. Stewie, what was one of your favorite costumes as a child? Oh, I got two, but one was a child. One was not a child, though. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> I had like this old football helmet. Like, I could just hit the stroke button every time he talks. <laughs> I had like an old football helmet that uh, we ended up painting and it made it look like a Pittsburgh Steelers. I wore Pittsburgh Steelers. Jersey. Why? I was a kid. Why not? But you were from Chicago. Right? He didn't I know don't, no better. I didn't know football back then. I was like in Chicago. Like but seven. your mom. During this is the before 80s. she became a fan. Okay. Just weird. I don't see. Like it's cool. I just don't get it with you. Were you beat up in the streets for that? I mean, Chicago. I was beat up a lot, but (laughs) I wasn't actually in the city. Okay, so that was your adult one. Was your kid one? What? What was your adult one? ICP. Oh, okay. (laughs) Stewart. Yeah. What was mine? Rubik's cube. I was a Rubik's cube. Now we took a a box, and uh, remember we. Stripped it and then we painted it. And yeah, stripped. They cut. We cut the holes in the arms and the head. Ouch! And uh, painted my face green, and I won second place in a costume contest. It's cool. I was beaten by a kid dressed up as a tube of toothpaste. It was a pretty impressive tube of toothpaste too. I must say, he looked like a tube of toothpaste. It was fucking nice. Weird, but uh, hmm. you know, that was definitely one of my minty favorites. fresh. Definitely one of my favorite costumes as a kid. I remember doing that. I was thought it was very clever. I could like pop inside. The box. Yeah. It was a Rubik's Cube cartoon, too, and that's why I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was one of my favorites. And then I went through a phase for about three years. I did a different Universal Monster, but like my take. And uh, the Teenage Werewolf, I did really well. Like back in the day, I had like feathered hair, so we feathered it all back, and I did prosthetics like the Wolfman, and then I wore a Letterman jacket, and I was a Teenage Werewolf. It was pretty cool, too. Wolfman have nards? I did have nards. Big nards. Big droopy nards. Want to see? Yes. You're fucking weird. <laughs> Why uh, not? You saw his. <laughs> just one. Not even sure if there is another one. I know there's I one. I tried to show you the other one. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Didn't want to see it. I still have nightmares sometimes. I don't sleep well at night. Ah! sack. Fuzz bucket. That's what I call my <laughs> testicles now, Matt. Fuzz bucket. I call my testicles fuzz bucket now. It's going to get brought up in every episode. Ew. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> it's a creepy-ass movie. Actually, just kidding. We love Matt. I, Matt, miss you, man. Um, we'll have to do another episode with you soon. Uh, something that we don't let you pick because you made me watch Fuzz Bucket, you asshole. Um, I'll make you watch something horrible. Well, I made him watch Peanut Butter Solution. So, And he made Connie watch it. And Connie, that wasn't my fault. I did not tell him. That was not nice. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that to her, man. You shouldn't have. That's like spousal abuse. That's, that's grounds for divorce. Yeah, right mm-hmm. there. You go to jail for that. That's spousal yep. abuse right there. Um, so that's it. That's our what we would add to our Halloween playlist if we were to have a party. And I think from hearing that, you all want to party with us. Party! Because the freaks come out at night, and then we all bark at the moon. I'm party mm-hmm. animals. While carving pumpkins. While right? carving pumpkins and running with the devil. And when I'm in the shower, y'all can watch me. Stu's <laughs> <laughs> giving rabbit ears. It's not really horns. It looks more. Kind of looks like the plate. I can't money. give horns. I have a broken horn. <laughs> you gotta do it right, Stu. He's doing the Frankie wave. That was the Frankie wave. All his fingers were like they were all the same size. It was very weird. Same length. Very odd. 
<laughs> what are you doing? Trying to do the Frankie. Way. I gotta remember. Nobody at home can see what we're doing <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as we mentioned, we have a uh, email account. Your mixtape podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. It is the mixtape podcast. Go over there, check it out. Friend us, like us, send us nude pictures of your hamsters. Um. I mean, do you? Did you shave them? What the fuck? Why are you sending us those? Don't do that. That's weird. Don't. Um, and enjoy your pork chop sandwiches. Enjoy your pork chop sandwiches. And yeah, applesauce. Pork chops and applesauce. What's that from? Oh, God. What's it from? Saturday Night Live. The Brady Bunch. What the fuck? I just know this. Pork chops and applesauce. Oh, my God. You said it, and you didn't even know what it was from. Oh, Saturday Night Live. I couldn't stand the Brady Bunch. There's like only two episodes worth watching on that show. Oh, damn kids. Yeah, all of them. Uh, could not get into that show. I mean, the only time I watched it was like the two-parter where they go to King's Island and excited about it for some reason. And then there's like... Because <laughs> it was one, King's Island. Yeah, like King's Island back in the day. Okay, I'll give you that. That was something you'd be excited about, but... Yes. Yeah, I mean, sorry, right? It was no Americana, like the Swords of Lake, but yeah. Let's go to Americana. Or Fantasy Farm. Uh, Nobody yeah. knows what we're talking about. Kings Island, some people may know what we're talking about because it has the beast and people who do know they? roller coasters. Does Stricker's Grove actually open up still? Or I don't know just... if they did this year. Or... I think so. No, yeah, they didn't do it. I don't think they did this year. But... Uh, Americana was a smaller amusement park, which I actually loved going to. And now it's it was an RV parking lot. That, you know, no, the they're port. building it. Not anymore. They're building it again? Butler no, Tech. they're building a big old like uh, compound like with restaurants. And yeah, the, Butler Tech actually owns the I know front Butler half, Tech's but the, the city of Monroe owns the rest of it. They're, they're, they're setting, like up, a, setting up like... Um, almost like a Liberty Center type weird thing. Wasn't... Yeah. Didn't Couch something own the like RV? He was, Nobody home he, cares No, he was using this. the parking lot, but he actually has got a place Nobody out in the country cares. now. Out in Trenton. What they're doing with Americana. You know, you live around here. The weird Who's thing... The poor man's case hey, island. Hey, what? I had a place out in Illinois called Santa's Village, kind of like Americana. So I kind of, you know, the weird thing is, like back in the day, like in the 1950s, when it was Swordsville Lake, that was like a big spot. Apparently, like Bob Hope would do shows over there. So it was mm-hmm. Swordsville Lake, then Americana, then it went back to Swordsville Lake, actually, yeah. and uh, then it went bye bye. Was there a lake back there? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Did you ever go there? Nope. Oh well, you oh, would have wow. known because it's it was... right. In the freaking middle of everything. I believe it was shut down. And they had these when giant carp, here. and you could like buy fish food and throw it in. And it's just like, <laughs> there's like thousands of them eating. eating frenzy. Yes, it was an insanity. I mean, what was this? I believe dad. it was. Oh. I believe it was closed down when I first moved here. No, was it? No, it was open all through high school, man. I yeah, they all they finally shut the shut the gates on it in what like, like 96, somewhere no. there. Ninety three, ninety four. No, that's probably why. I never Maybe ninety four. I went there all closer pretty much all throughout high school. I think closer to ninety four. I went there throughout high school, so it had to be towards the end. I never of went high over there because I worked there the ninety one and ninety two season. And then Fantasy Farm was a small like kids park next mm-hmm. to it. It shut down before they did. Which, yeah, oh yeah, God, that shut it down, shut down, down like ninety. Maybe, maybe even I late eighties. Actually, it was ninety one because I was in California when it shut and, down. And. Uh, they actually have a, a diner over there now, like yeah. Fantasy Farm Diner, which I hear is pretty good. And I've been there. But, and there's uh, a little 
dive motel. Yeah, which we walked oh, by yeah, one day. Really sketchy ass And the door, motel. one of the doors was busted open. There was a bunch of crime scene tape. And my buddy's like, wonder what's that for? I'm like, well, they don't put that up if somebody steals a TV, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> somebody probably fucking off somebody in the fucking Fantasy Farm Motel. Yeah, it's a sketchy little place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's weird because it's not a bad neighbor. It's actually a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. My brother lives right over there. and It's a really nice neighborhood, but... Uh, how the fuck did we get here? Oh, yeah. Brady Bunch. <laughs> Welcome to our minds. <clears throat> don't know. Uh, we've got a couple of... Uh, I don't know what we're going to be doing. Um, we'll do one more episode this month uh, on the regular feed. And, uh, you know, we may release, like we do, you know, the bonus stuff during the week. I have no idea. We know what we're doing in December. No idea what we're doing in November. So I've kind of put it out there today. I mean, we have a list of shit we can do, and that's fine. But I kind of put it out, see if there's anything anybody wants to do. If there's anything any of you listeners would like to hear us talk about, don't expect us to uh, talk about it much before we get off track and Stuart farts or something. Thanksgiving theme songs. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. The best part of this is I can see all you guys staring at me like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. Stu's like, Thanksgiving. (laughs) I come up with a good idea. Shut up, guys. We can pretend like it didn't happen. He laughed like a big, a big brown bird came out of his ass. Jeez, what? I, uh, I don't know that analogy. What's that mean? You laugh like a big brown bird came out of your ass. You know, like he just you know, farted or took a shit. Just get cut out of the, the green. Like that when that happens. No, yeah, all right. Stu's giggling tonight. You keep hearing him like. <laughs> Maybe giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing your face mask you, you like a beard? The Jesus juice again. Man. There is some sweet baby Jesus in there. Ooh. Nah, nah, you you do it. this every week. You're like, ooh. I keep forgetting about it. You know, next time I'm here, I'm drinking the sweet baby Jesus. It's so, just well, I just bring it with us to Revel tomorrow. Here, drink it. Nah, don't do that. Um. If you guys would like to hear us talk about anything in specific, in particular, though, you can let us know. I mean, if there's a movie, if there's a band you'd like us to talk about, you can write us and let us know. We'd gladly consider it, you know. There is some uh, cool stuff coming up I, on the uh, down the pipe. Stewie and I have been talking about doing, believe it or not, a Dolly Parton episode, Which and then it just so happens that they just released a Dolly Parton documentary. What a way to make a living. It's no, no take and then the give. I mean, I don't know how you follow. I, I love that freaking movie because it had my cousin in it, Dabby, Dabby. Coleman. Yes, yes, we are related. No, I'm just kidding. We are not related. Stop it. I was doing the Dabney. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you used to do that, like like going to off hours of nine to five, and you just dab? I'm out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I like to watch it because Dolly Parton's boobs. Mmm. I like Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I used to love that one, too. You know, Had my hero in it, Mr. Burt Reynolds. Me, rest in peace. I had my heroes in it, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and whores. Lots of whores. Yes. Well, it was the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I could see why. It's not a lot of nudity in a movie called Whorehouse, though. I figured there'd have been more. You think? Oh. It was a classier whorehouse, I guess. help us. Sorry. All right, so that was this episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. 
Uh, thanks for none of the well wishes, you assholes. I've been sick and not one. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Some people actually said some really cool stuff on Facebook, and I really appreciate it. I'm doing much, much better. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I get to go have a colonoscopy, which ought to be a lot of fun. Woo. Um, that, so, that's yeah. shitty. <laughs> Zing. We were playing with it earlier. Yes. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Coleman. Oh. Stop it, stop it. Oh, okay. <laughs> A little abrupt. <laughs> For the Jason Emmett Band! Six of chocolate. <laughs> Speaking of coming to America, uh-huh. I wonder if they're going to be in it. Are they alive still? You mean Randy Watson? Yeah. Stuart, are you serious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if our city is going to be in it. <laughs> he has the Randy Watson was still alive! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was talking more of the, the barber guys. Oh my God, Stuart! Are you serious? Oh shit! <laughs> the one guy, the one guy. Yes, one of the barbers wasn't. All the rest were played by. <laughs> but what about the old Jewish man? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. He's, he's right. One barber was yeah, played by. Everyone else was played by Eddie and Arsenio. Yes. And Stu's like, "What if they're still alive?" <laughs> Also, I wonder if the family from Nutty Professor still live too. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, <laughs> can't, can't have stupid without Stu. That's right. <laughs> oh boy. This I is your show, man. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening. It ain't gonna get any better than that. Um, yeah, write us. Honestly, can't get any worse. Check out our Facebook page. Uh, oh, I'm sure it could get worse, but... <laughs> uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to quit this show. I'm going to go out tonight on a song that uh, could have made the list. But here's the thing. It's a different version, but it's a 90s song, and the person singing this version is a 90s singer. But we'll just leave it at that. Until next we speak, everyone out there remember to always... Check your candy before you eat it, even though that's a bunch of bullshit. Never happened. In your, uh, Isn't it weird that we were all panicked about that? <gasps> mm-hmm. You know that in the whole history of the world, one time was a razor blade found in one piece of candy, and they know the guy that did it, and I mean, like they caught him. It wasn't like a big thing. You know, this whole thing was like spread from bullshit rumors and. Crazy, isn't it? I mean, between getting stuck in old refrigerators and you know drowning in quicksand, you know, you know, I have a quicksand's a on our list tale too on that. Right, that's oh, yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. I have on our list. We are going to do a full episode on the Satanic Panic of the 1980s because it was a fucked up thing. And if mm-hmm. you go and read about it, because yeah, <laughs> it's bizarre. There's a documentary shit. We'll, we'll really get into it. It'll be a fun episode. Still, we'll get to learn a lot because. He's probably heard the phrase satanic panic, but he probably doesn't know much about it because we were kids. But there was a minute where everyone in the world was a Satanist and they were trying to kill everybody. And mm-hmm. it, was a, it was the panic. It was a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Spread rumors. but We lived through it, but we were part of it. Like almost Thundercats, like PNG, <laughs> <laughs> all Satan. God, man. Uh, wasn't like 
I told you guys the stories because, like, there was a minute that we were really, like, uber religious, and it was like I wasn't allowed to see gremlins because gremlins were demons. I wasn't allowed to see E.T. because he died and came back to life like like Jesus. And I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs because they hailed Beelzebub. Jeez. It didn't last long. I mean, no, my it parents, didn't. But but no, it no. My, they went through, like, a not even a year, and then, like, you know, we're crazy. Go ahead. Smurfs <laughs> hailed Then my mom's like, Then my mom's like, here, read it. Dude, Stephen King. Um, well, they did you a book about no. a demonic clown. No, but this is stuff that they were told. Uh, like, does E.T. die and come back to life? Yes. Is it like Jesus? No. <laughs> you know, and were the gremlins demons? Uh, no. They were creatures that, I mean, eventually I saw it and I loved it. And, you know, anyway, it's all a thing. But parents were easily manipulated, apparently, always. Uh, guys, until next time we speak, remember to always... Stay awesome. I hit the wrong mute. I'm sorry. La, 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 la,
la 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 Stu is probably taking a shit right now and I'd rather do him do it in the other room than in here in the chair where he just did it while we were trying to record. Stu dropped a doo. Dun, dun, dun. Happy Halloween. <laughs>